Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Look Into It. Tonight, we're getting into everything. Illuminati, the Orsini family, everything from the man, the myth, Santos Bonacci. What's up, Santos? Hey, brother. Love you, man. Love Thanks. you, too, man. Thank you for doing the show, man. It's, you, are, you were my number one guest. You, you were in episode number one. I don't know if you remember that. And, um, you know, that's, that's, I think that might have the most views. So you're, you're the man. So I thought, okay, we got to do round two. We're going to do round three, round four. So much has yeah. happened. So much has happened since, um, it's been about a year and a half since we've spoken. And, uh, yeah, yeah to- well, guess what? Guess what? Today, because you gave me that episode one, I posted it today about two hours ago. It's already had 3000 hits. That's awesome. I don't even. I don't even remember what I said in there. So <laughs> I haven't had the time to listen to it. I just released it. That's awesome, man. Cause I don't even, I don't go back and listen to my podcast. Rarely. I rarely do. If I want to prove something, yes, but, but I just, I do podcasts and then I move on. I don't even want to look back. I just keep looking yeah, no. forward, man. Yeah, a yeah. lot, a lot has happened. You moved to Mexico, correct? Yeah. That's three and a half years ago, dude. Okay. Okay. Oh, that's right. Okay. Uh, I remember. I, I, Remember at the studio in Los Angeles in February of 2020, I said, I'm off to Mexico. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. So um, how is it in Mexico? I mean, because Mexico is, I'm Mexican, right? And uh, I'm well aware and um, my family's well aware that Mexico can be dangerous. I mean, a lot, would, would you agree that most, not most, maybe the whole latin america is is corrupt and and it's like there's like no way out of it it's like they're third world countries and the corruption is so uh, deep and vast that there's just no way to uh, save those countries right isn't it kind of dangerous to live there i know someone who just got killed there a friend of mine living in playa del carmen he got murdered so uh scary right it dude it is if you attract that if you go there mate we're living in a different world, you and I. I don't see – there's shootouts in San Cristobal here pretty much every second day. When I get a taxi ride, the taxi drivers are always saying, oh, man, things are fucked up. There's no tourists. There's shootouts every fucking day. Someone's getting killed. But I'm I'm only five minutes away. I'm, in, I'm living in complete bliss. Mexico – I mean, I love Mexicans. I've been – since I was a little boy, I've been destined to come to Mexico. I know the true history about Cortes and how they brought the Inquisition here. And I know the true history of Mexico. It breaks my heart. Such one of the greatest people, the Mexica people of history. My God, what they've given to the world. There's a uh, rapper from Peru called Immortal Technique. Yes, yes, I know him. The Philosophy of Poverty. That's my anthem. Wow. 
Well, so what, what, what about mainstream Mexican history that's taught in, in, uh, you know, in U S schools, what, what, are, what do they got wrong? What, what was it wrong? Cause like the, the Spanish came, they conquered, uh, the Incas, they conquered the Mayans and the Aztecs. They try to shove Christianity down their throats. If they didn't accept, they chopped their heads off. They sacrificed them. What part of that is bullshit? Dude, it, it depends on um, what timeline. There have been many mine timelines, brother. I'm living in the densest indigenous part of Mexico, Chiapas, right in the south. It's so dense with indigenous, beautiful people. I've got an indigenous woman who cleans my house every Thursday. She's a darling, Dolores. Uh, Mario, he's not indigenous, but he works for me six days a week. I mean, when I when I ask for an assistant six days a week, you know, someone to uh, go around doing shopping because I don't like going uh, driving around. I want to stay at home. Um, Mario is his name. So w when I uh, interviewed him for the job, he he asked for thirteen hundred pesos, and I thought, oh fuck! <laughs> I laughed. I said, listen, for a start, I'm going to pay you two thousand pesos. And see see how you go. And they're so good. They're, they're such good people. Mexicans are the best people. They're the best people. I had a girlfriend here, Julieta, the best goddess I've ever been with in my life. She worshipped me. I was abusive, and so I lost her. But um, that's another story. But uh, <laughs> um, but now, and then, so after a couple of months, I said to Maria, because I realized how good he was and I didn't want to lose him, uh, I upped his income, his uh, salary to two, two and a half thousand pesos. He's laughing, man. That's double the, that's double the wage when you're work, working for a fucking angry boss. That's double. He's getting double the wage working for me, and we just we're, he's been working for me since February. We are. I'm so uh, like easy going with him and he's so relaxed with it he loves me every now and then i throw him a thousand pesos to buy presents for his little boy santi his little boy is called santi you know and i'm santos so it's so fucking cute and so <laughs> and, and and he he always showers me so every time there's um i have a birthday like on march the 24th he brought me a birthday gift um, when they've got the holy week he br he brings me the mexican look what he look what he brought me um, this is from the last festival. You know, I mean, this is how me and Mexico, I'm Mexican, man. I mean, people <laughs> in Australia growing up, they used to call me, uh, they used to call me, um, uh, they had a, they had a, <laughs> gracias in, in Australia was grassy ass. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, all this, all the Mexican, all the Spanish that came to us, uh, to Australia, we all I got picked on as an Italian, I was picked on. Um, we always used to call them grassy asses. Oh, there's another grassy ass, you know. <laughs> um, but, so tell, uh, tell me, yeah. tell me about, tell me about the, the history of Mexico that fascinates you the most. I want to know, I want to know where I came from. All I know is uh, we were Aztecs, and then the Spanish came, 
and took over and made everyone Catholic. That's all I know. And you're saying there's multiple, like, there's been multiple uh, stage, not stages, but mul multiple eras of the Mayans and the Aztecs. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, brother. Look, I met I met a woman, a Spanish woman, who's lived in uh, on the Caribbean for twenty years. Very, 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 very special woman. She was traveling the world, and everyone was telling her, "Have you seen Santos Bonacci's work yet? I've got an I've got an idea that you'll like it." So she heard this once. Then she went to another country, she, and her very best friend said. Are you watching Santos Bonacci's videos? Anyway, after the fifth freaking time, this woman who's very famous in Barcelona, she's, uh, you know, like she's a, a famous woman. She said, fuck, this is the fifth fucking time that someone says I have to watch Santos Bonacci. Anyway, she found out that I was living in Puerto Morelos and she's in Playa del Carmen 20 minutes away. Yeah. On the Caribbean, she calls me and says, Santos, I have to, oh, I have to meet you. Uh, and I've had many of these phone calls, you know. Yeah. Um, but turned out this woman is very, very interesting. She was a healer. I had a, I had a couple of healing sessions with her. But she told me how she's been blessed in Mexico. She's, she's actually gone to the Yucatan and she's gone under the earth to meet the original Mayans. She said she was given permission because of her spirit. Whoa. They don't give, yeah, they don't give gringos. They don't, see, those minds that are hiding, that you're, you're a gringo. You're not a fucking Mexican. You can tell you've got Spanish European blood. I'm Mexican, right? man. I want to see, I want to meet these people. How can I convince no, no, you? No, no, really hang Mexican? on, Eddie. What I'm saying is, you're Mexican. I know you are. What, what what part of Mexico? My mom is from Guadalajara, and my dad is from Chihuahua. Okay, northern. Okay, so those Mayans that are hiding that my friend saw, she said they were tall and blonde. Whoa! The true Mayans. That's crazy. She went under the earth, brother. She she went. Uh, this woman is not a. She's had amazing mystical experiences in Mexico. She has met the minds that are in hiding, and they're waiting. So, and that's what I mean. Someone like you is a, is a, is a gringo. You're not indigenous. Yeah, yeah. So what what did she learn from them? What did they tell her? Well, they they told her that you know um, they are the real minds, and there's been many periods. You know, this why is not, are they hiding? Um, because we're, we're, it, this is the, the Iron Age. We're as dumb as dog shit. Uh, we're killing each other. We're eating animals. You know, uh, as much as I love Mexico, I really don't like the way that they treat their dogs, man. They put them on a leash like this. Yeah. And the dogs are sitting there crying all day long. I want to show you how Mexican I am, man. I, okay. I, this, this is going to prove it. I'm going to sing a song. Okay. One of the one of the saddest songs I've ever. I've known this since I was a little boy. Leela Downs sang it for me in 2008 when she came to Melbourne. I went backstage, I, you know, and I said, "I'm I'm your best fan in Australia. Can you please sing Paloma Negra?" And she goes, "I'm sorry, it's not on the repertoire." 
I said, can you please do it for me? I'm in the front row. And she said, I'll do it for you, Santos. And she sang Paloma Negra, which her version is better than Chabela Vargas, um, Lola, uh, all the other Mexican greats, right? So this, this is, I'm only going to do a few bars. I'm not yeah, going to play as long as you play as long as you want. You, but this will prove to you that you're Mexican. So, ya me de llorar o por ti Tengo miedo de buscarte y de encontrarte. Oh, Lila Dance's version is fucking the best. <laughs> Donde me asegura mis amigos que te va. You've got to put the cry, the Mexican cry. I love <laughs> Mexicans have the funniest and the saddest songs. This is the saddest. I always cry when I play Paloma Negra. So anyway, that's just to show you that, uh, man, I mean, you know, I know all that the... That was beautiful, man. I, I actually yeah. uh, just dropped an album and I wrote a song, a uh, Mexican song too. It's called, uh, it's called El Coyote. It's about, um, it's, it's a, a comedy parody culture jamming uh, type of album. And um, <laughs> so I wrote the song like sung through the eyes of a, uh, human trafficker you know what a coyote is right the guys that bring the people across the yeah, border yeah, yeah. So, it's, so it's it's a song it's a song about that and um and i made a music video for it it's very confusing there's like really no message in it the, the only message is that that um the i play a coyote in the video and the the, the only real there is no message the, there is no message the message is there's a lot of people coming through the border. It's not just Mexicans. There's black people, Middle Eastern, Asians. They're coming from everywhere. So that's kind of what it is about. Play it, Hibbler. Check this out.
That's a confusing video. <laughs> Is that yours? Yeah. No. That was, that was me why? singing. That was me singing. That's my music video. I was the coyote. <laughs> Dude, that's the best freaking your <laughs> mate. That that's your calling. That's your calling. Come join us for the premiere event, Hook Thieves, live at the end in Torrance, California. Free show is Sunday, March 17th, St. Patty's Day, 5 p.m. See you there. Stream Hook Thieves, Jar of Lies, available on all music platforms. Make truth songs. Make truth songs. <laughs> well, it's kind of like, it's kind of um, um, like the, the the chorus of that. The chorus of that song. Fuck the wall. Let the. I was hanging out with some liberal friends of mine, musicians. You know, in the music business, two chick singers and one of my friends who was the boyfriend. We were all like, I was at his house and they were all hanging out. And they're so they like, they think Trump is a psychopath. They think Trump is Hitler. They think uh, they're super liberal. And I just had an acoustic guitar and I'm like, what is the most liberal thing I could sing right now? And I went, fuck the wall. And they loved it. They were singing it. They're like, oh my God. We, they were singing a lot. They were beautiful singers too. And then I thought, okay, I got a chorus here. How am I going to finish this? But listen, I believe, I believe if in good people migrating. If you're a good person, you got kids, you're looking for a new life and you're a good person, you're a hard worker, come on in, come on in. But if you're a criminal, if you're a rapist, you can't come in. It really, it's really a no brainer. So secure borders are important. We got to vet people. We can't just let everybody just walk through. You see what's going on now. So obviously secure borders are a no brainer. All the, if you go back in 25 years, 15 years, 30 years, all the Democrats were like, oh, secure borders. Like Obama was all about secure borders. Everybody was about secure borders until Trump 
actually uh, did something about it. Sam Tripley and I are coming to your town. Catch us on the road doing tinfoil hat comedy. Follow me on Instagram at tinfoil hat comedy night. Go to samtripley.com for more information and to buy your tickets. See you on the road. So I had to make the verses about having empathy for a child smuggler. And like you read that, like the first verse is like, how am I supposed to traffic? How am I supposed to pay my rent? I got 14 chillins. I even say chillins. It's in the, I got 14 chillins. I have to move today. Fuck the wall. Let those Mexicans in. So it's just like a, and then I called it uh, El Coyote. So it was clear that it was about a coyote. So it's like, and then I sang it in Spanish to, 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 to let everybody know I'm Mexican. I'm just having fun. And it's just a crazy world and common sense. Uh, it, it will get you killed these days. You know what I mean? So it was like a, it's like a weird culture jamming type song. And I made a, a music video for it. <laughs> superstar, bro. Superstar. Hey, you know what? My son, you'll, you, you'll remember that uh, I did a podcast with Killer Priest, my son and me, because my son at 15, he was already into Killer Priest. Like, it, What's Killer Priest? Hey? What's Killer Priest? From Wu-Tang Clan, Killer Priest, the rapper. Oh, I don't even, I'm not, I'm not, you know what? I know Wu-Tang Clan, but I don't know them individually. It's like RZA was Wu-Tang Clan, right? RZA was uh, one of them? Don't ask me, man. My son, yeah. my son okay. is a hip hop producer in Australia. Oh, in shit. My, I didn't know yeah. that. Well, that's what I, I did for music. I was selling, I've sold, Jesus, over 200,000 albums. Wow. Of wow. flamenco, flamenco, Latin jazz fusion. Oh yeah, that's man. Badass. That's badass. That's my, I, I knew you were a musician, but I didn't. I never really. We never really got into that. We always went straight into Illuminati. We never really got into like I'm a. I'm a. I mean, I'm a musician. You know, that's my my first love, and I. That's why I moved to Hollywood to conquer the music business. And I wanted. I thought 100. percent I'm going to make it in music. I thought 100. percent and then I was only doing jujitsu just until I took over the music business. I go, oh, this is a great temporary job just to tide me over teaching jujitsu and all that until I take over the music business. That shit never happened. But the jujitsu grew and, you know, I'm a jujitsu guy now who does music on the side. <laughs> I never thought it would end up like that, but I'm glad it did. I mean, the music business is so fucking disgusting and rotten and satanic yeah. that they almost had me. They almost had. Thank God my music sucks. Otherwise, who knows? I'd be in, like, who knows, man? I'd be a uh, maybe a depressed ex former rock star trying to kill myself or something. You know? I know. I know. Um, yeah, yeah. So anyway, my my son's produced some great artists, and he's got a bit of a reputation now, and he's known also in the states. So he's coming to uh, Los Angeles, I think, in about two months' time, and he's going to be hooking up with the the biggest boys in rap, in hip-hop. Right now, Whoa. he's going to hook up and uh, do some producing with them. Yeah, they, they love his work. So, yeah, I taught him music. I taught him how to speak uh, four languages. Growing what's up, his, what's his main him, instrument? What what's what instrument is he the most proficient at? He's not an instrumentalist. He's a rap. He's he's, he's a fucking good rapper, man. Oh, he's a rapper. Um, okay. Well, yeah, yeah. When I started doing my uh, 
my videos on sovereignty, he was doing, he was putting sovereignty in his freaking songs in when he's wow. 15, 16, you know, following Wotan clan, Tupac, he's a big fan yeah. of Tupac, my son. Anyway, my son is like the rapist, uh, the rappiest freaking hip hopist guy you will ever fucking meet. And he's got so many friends and all of his friends, <clears throat> all of his friends follow, happen to know me. So every time he meets someone, they're like, Dio Bonacci? Do you know the guy Santos Bonacci? Yeah, that's my dad. Because he's got blue eyes. Yeah. So you wouldn't suspect it. But he's got a round head. He's Libran. I'm Aries. You're a Taurian, aren't you? Yes. You could tell by my yeah. head. We Taurians um, have the biggest heads. No, no, no. I can, I can tell. I, I can just tell. Uh, you have the Venetian love eyes. You know the, the the Venus, the the cow eyes. You've got them, and you've got the neck. You've got the Taurus neck. Ah, oh, what does that mean? Fat neck. Well, Aries rules. Aries rules the cerebrum, cerebran. Taurus rules the cerebellum, the bull, the ram, and the bull. Mm. The big brain, the small brain. This brain. This brain is for your senses and everything, so you can see where you're going. And this brain is the motor brain. This is what made you a great jiu-jitsu guy, because Taurus. Mm. You're, you're, you, all Taurians are based in their cerebellum, their body's motor brain, whereas Aryans, they're all nervous like me, cerebro nervous system is Aries. Yours is the endocrine system and the cerebellum. So <clears throat> so we've got Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, Aries, and we've got Krishna, the cowherd, Taurus. Hmm. Funny how those two holy animals, the Lamb of God and the Holy Bull, belong to astrology and they're both in the head. And the cerebran is named after Aries, the cerebrum. And the cerebellum is the bull, the golden calf. And see, so that's why you always see the cerebrum, you're driving, you're driving a car, right? Your cerebrum is looking. And and you see a ditch. That's that's the cerebrum. It gives you that information. The cerebrum, the, cere uh, the cerebrum, the cerebrum, the bull, the bull now, the bull's got cojones. <laughs> Big cojones. So what happens now is the cerebellum signals to your foot to slam on, how, how hard to slam on the brake. It's not the cerebrum, it's the cerebellum. Hmm. You see, that's why you thank Krishna, the cowherd. Thank you, Krishna, for saving me. And thank you, Christ, the good shepherd. Because the cerebrum, Ganesh, he is the good shepherd. Aries, always here. Aries. The good shepherd is always here. And the good bull, the holy cow, is always here. It's always the neck and the voice. Taurians are the best singers. By yeah. far, by far. The best dancers. Jane Kelly. I'm a pretty good dancer. I will admit that, but my voice sucks. <laughs> hey, you Fucking know what? Talking talk. about ast astrology, um, I read somewhere, and I I, I want to know what you think about this because you, you I trust you when it comes to astrology. This this guy was saying that 
you know, there's billions of uh, lights in the sky, the billions of stars, billions and billions and billions, and then there's billions of people. This guy is saying that each one of us is a star, one star, and we're just in this form right now, and we're connected to that star, and uh, wherever that star is lined up in the sky, that you know that lines up with the astrology, uh, uh, you know, uh, astrological signs and all that. Um, and then when we die, we get shut off, and then we go back into our star. Um, what do you think about that? That that sounds that sounds pretty damn cool to me. Well, dude, if you watch more of my videos, you learn this, right? See, those stars, they are our ancestors. So when we're born, we're called a young star. And then we become a mister. Some become masters. Our sisters become spinsters. Some become monsters, fraudsters, jesters, tricksters, disasters, imposters superstars rock stars movie stars uh pastor minister but everybody seems to be a fucking star a youngster come on youngster yeah if you do well in your in your grades i'll give you a golden star to take home i'll give you three golden stars you will be a star one day we are stardust so you believe when we die, we we go to the star that is there a star assigned to us? Like there's one star that like like our family yeah. goes to that star. Like physically, how do you think it works? Well, I don't think I know. I know how okay. it works because okay. because first of all, I've got direct knowledge, but um, I don't have second. I don't do opinions and secondhand knowledge. I don't give a fuck about anyone's opinions. I'm, I don't do opinions. Although people think I'm opinionated, <laughs> yeah. they don't realize that they're not opinions. They are truth-based facts and verifiably and it's truth. <laughs> That's what I do. So, um, geez, so I went it, too far. I went no, too no, far. No, no, tell me. I lost my thought. You, we were talking about like what what happens when we died like and i and i said do we uh, okay. return to the star we came from are we is that what heaven is yeah okay so i'm a neoplatonist what's a neoplatonist okay they arrived they turned up around the second century harmonious sacus this is two thousand years ago okay remember plato was 800 years earlier than them and they were Pythagoreans. They were the same thing. But what happened was you had a period and then it was the Hellenic period and syncretism was taught all over Alexandria, Corinth, Rome. Rome was syncretist. It was all syncretism. Yeah, until Constantine came and Christianized it. Um, so, uh, so... Uh, what was I saying? Yeah. What the Neoplatonists, my favorite uh, Neoplatonist is the student of, of uh, um, uh, Plotinus, who is the most famous of all the Neoplatonists. Neoplatonists meaning the new Platonists, which, which turned up 500 years ago in the Renaissance as well. See, syncretism and Platonism, it just keeps turning up in history. It doesn't go away. And now, with my work, it's on steroids. So 
I'm a neoplatonist, and the neoplatonists were the best, the best school, the best school, period. If you want to know your theology and philosophy, the neoplatonists. There it is. That's what I've been teaching for 12 years. And they taught, like Plato and Pythagoras, that the souls come from the Milky Way through the Prima Mobile, which is, you see, we've got a firm. Most flat earthers talk about a firmament. They don't talk about the dome or the vault of heaven. There's a firmament, which is the eighth sphere, which has all the stars in it. Then above that, the crystalline sea is the vault. And then the prima mobile is the, what we call the dome. That's the dome. It's a toroidal field. Okay, so, so you've got 10 of these Russian doll nested systems, right? So the first system... The, our soul, it's, it is said, comes through the first ring, the primum mobile, Pluto. Then we're going concentrically, we're going down to the centre, to the zero point, okay, on Earth. So the souls come from the Milky Way galaxy. They hit the primum mobile. They hit the, the vault of heaven, the crystalline sea, then the firmament, and they become a star. And, and they project their starhood onto the earth. That's why they're, they're called youngsters. And from there, they have to descend through the seven planets. So we, we've gone through three, three already, the Prima Mobile, the Dome, the Crystalline Sea, the Vault of Heaven, and the Firmament, which is the eighth sphere. And then you've got the seven planets, Saturn on the top, always the boss, the Lord of the Rings. So the Neoplatonists taught Porphyry, my favourite Neoplatonist, student of uh, uh, Plotinus. Um, well, what can I say? I'll, I'm probably the incarnation of him, if anyone, uh, Porphyry. So um, he taught that then, see, seven gods, the seven planets, the two luminaries, sun and moon and the five, you got Saturn, Jupiter, Mars, Sun in the middle. Pay attention, Sun in the middle, heart chakra. You see, the Son of God has 12 disciples. You, your heart chakra has 12 green petals. Well, fuck, well, well. That's a nice coincidence, isn't it? Your heart chakra, the Sun. So Saturn is the crown chakra, Kronos. Jupiter is your pineal gland. Ajna, Mars is your throat, your blue chakra, and then you come to the green chakra and it's got 12 petals, Ooh. and it's called the sun, and then below that you've got Venus, then Mercury, then the moon. So the moon is the monster that makes us, turns us into monkeys, moon energy, monkey, moon energy. See, when moon, monkeys, moon energy brings out like uh, a primal instincts. Well, think about it. Look at look at look at the where the word moon is. See, the Neoplatonists taught that the moon is the ovaries of the solar system, whereas the sun is the portal out of here. It's a wormhole. The sun is not in the sky. It's it's you can't triangulate the sky. <laughs> you can't do that. It's like you can't land a drone on a rainbow because the fucking rainbow is not fucking there yes you see it 
Yes, it's there, but it's not fucking there, there. It doesn't have an ad address and it's a project, it's a projection. Well, that's what the sun is. The sun is a condensed rainbow. Hello. Wow. When you've never, get, you never heard it. I've never, I wonder about the moon and, and the sun and what they really are and how far away they really are. And they seem really close. The sun seems very close, not 93 million miles away. They're in your head. They're, and then they're, like, they're, to compare are, them to a rainbow, it's beautiful. To, to compare it to a rainbow, it's fucking beautiful, man. That's never. Quetzalcoatl. Quetzalcoatl, the Mexican. I went to Amatlan in the mountains of Mexico. I went to um, Tepo, uh, Tepoztlan, and then 15 minutes from Tepoztlan is Amatlan, where Quetzalcoatl was burned, uh, born. I stood. That's how much respect I have for the, the, the Mexican gods. I know my Mexican history better than anyone. I'm gonna I'm gonna show you I'm gonna show you someone to follow in a minute that will teach you Mexican history, okay? And an indígena who's making a lot of waves. He's telling the truth about the conquistadores. There was no conquista. The Spanish didn't come here to fucking build anything. They what came they here to they, they to steal all the gold from the Mexicans. Mexico was fucking Tartaria on steroids and still is. And I've proved it. In the last four years, I've done I've done lives. I've been to Teotihuacan, Amatlan. I've been to uh, San Miguel de Allende, Querétaro. Now I'm in San Cris. Three years ago, I did Tartaria, San Cristobal. It's fucking Tartaria on steroids. They came to steal. Now, they but came that, to steal that, and plunder. That's kind of the mainstream narrative, though. They kind of the mainstream narrative was, yeah, they did. They come, they came, they took their gold, rape and pillage, try to shove Christianity down everyone's throat and slaughter. They couldn't hide it. They couldn't hide it. Yeah. They fucking did it. Yeah. Yeah. But it was a corporate takeover. It was the Spanish king, the, the Vatican ordained Savoy, Bourbon family, the royal family, Ferdinand and uh, Isabella, that expelled the Moors the day before Columbus set sail. And then no, the explain, that. Explain, explain the real Columbus. Like, what, what did we get wrong about Columbus? He was like a criminal, right? A slave trader or something? Yeah. The District of Columbia. It's not a state, right? It's a District of Columbia. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Knights of Columbus. Columbia Pictures. Yes. Columbia Records. Columbia Records, and the list goes on. So Columbus, wait a minute. You're Mexican. You know his real name. It's not Columbus. It's Cristobal Colon. Mm. Ah, now let's stop a little bit, huh, and have some fun. I'm Eddie Bravo, founder of 10th Planet Jiu-Jitsu with over 150 schools and over 30,000 soldiers worldwide. Music has always been my deepest passion. Without that musical journey that I took, uh, I probably wouldn't be here right now. I can't tell my music story without having my uh, musical partner, my whole life and best friend, Mr. James Watson. I said, I want to be in a band no matter what. Oh. Well, there it is. I got to move to Los Angeles. 
I said, I gotta go to that place if this California is supporting metal. Me and Jane just started making music. Mastering the Metal, the story of James Watson and Eddie Bravo. Print and audiobook available now. So why do they Colon? change? Okay, go ahead. Cristobal Colon. Colon. So he was a Collins, which has a Jewish ancestry of the Cohens, the priest class, which becomes Collins. Remember I told you three and a half years ago in Los Angeles when we did that podcast there on tinfoil hat with sam tripoli remember i told you about that, um yes you told me about Collins. yeah that the it, the rockefellers don't run america it's the collins family yeah okay so so we've got <clears throat> uh where was i going you uh, uh yeah okay. columbus columbus Collins, yeah, so, cohen yeah colin they are the Bourbon family, the royal Spanish family that brought the Inquisition over to America. Hence, the Mexican flag is exactly the same as the Italian flag. Huh. Funny, but the Mexicans added the Italian Roman eagle, didn't they? Uh, because, you see, when the Vatican came over and corporately took over, the Jesuits took over the Americas, uh, they put their precious Italian flag right in the middle of North America and South America, Mexico. Well, why would you do that? Now, why would the Roman, the Vatican do that and bring the, the Spanish Inquisition over and kill a lot of Mayans and burn their buildings? And, uh, yeah, we've got a lot of questions to ask here now, haven't we? Because, you see, what... <laughs> With all these resets, we don't know where we're up to, but it's going to be revealed. We're going to know. Man, we have free energy. All I want to do is for you and me, you and me, and the listeners and everybody fucking else to be so happy, so healthy, so wealthy, wise, blissful, loving, Free, self-determined, happy, content, satisfied. That's all I want. And and the way I do it is with truth. I put a lot of passion and a lot of personality in it and sometimes a bit of humour, sometimes anger. But I'll go down in history. If history says something complimentary about me, it will be that I was passionate about truth. Always have been. I don't like lies, man. I fucking hate lies. Yeah. There's only there's only one thing wrong with everything, everything, everything. The lie. It's not evil. We're not chased. We're not worried about evil. Evil. It's not even on the par with truth and the lie. That's where the real war is going. And no. and we, yeah, we bring a special light to this world that the light doesn't recognize. Yeah, they look at us uh, and hear us talking, thinking we're fools. You know, they have a they have a chuckle. They think yeah, these guys are, they've been smoking too much DMT. <laughs> now, um, I um, so I, I don't. I'm preaching to the choir when I say we live in some kind of 
gigantic lake surrounded by an ice wall, correct? Are you, you I mean, you, you like for sure, right? Um, so what do you, I mean, so uh, I'm assuming, I don't know for sure, I'm just speculating, but I'm assuming that there's a bunch of, there must be multiple lakes all over the place with hidden land outside of the ice ring shoreline uh, of this uh, uh, earth lake. You know, um, how do you, uh, if, if, that, if that's true, if that's true, if there's all these other lakes and we're just one little lake, earth, and there's a bunch, what is that government like? Like there must be like, you know, minister of these lakes and governor of that lake. And then there must be like other layers of, uh, of like levels of government, right? Like, what do you think is going on? Like everybody with everybody has enslaved someone weaker than them, but everyone is a slave. That's why I'm saying to the elite people, I'm saying to these families, the Collins family and the Rockefellers and the Rothschilds, your, your gig's up. It, it's fucking up. You've been exposed. You're all pedophiles. You're, pe you're, you're people traffickers. We know we're living in a pimpocracy. I've been saying that for 12 years. I went to Rome and said that in 2013. No, yeah. Did you say pimpocracy? Pimpocracy. That's what we, yeah, pimps like, run the world. Pimps. Wow, pimpocracy. That, that, that's the name of an album. <laughs> you should put out an album called Pimpocracy. <laughs> well, well, when I did my syncretism tour, a tour in um, 2013, I spoke for four days in Florence, two days in Rome. I um, introduced that to the it Italians there. In, in my sovereignty presentations, I called it a Pimpocracia, and they loved it. That thought it was so funny, a pimpocracy. So we're basically, we're all uh, prisoners, right? And just, and the United States is probably the the best minimum security prison on uh, in this lake, right? And that's why everyone's trying to get to the United States because in, in this prison, they let us have guns and they let us talk shit. And the controllers are probably sick and tired of it. And like, you know what? That was cute for a while. Take their fucking guns away. Take them back and, and shit, yeah, shut them the hell up too. Take away their freedom of speech. But um, yeah, we're, we're, people think we're free. Well, we're not really that free, are we? We're not. We're kind of like, uh, like those cows that are in, on giant, you know, um, not spaces where they have fences and the cow will hit a fence and the cow just turns around and just walks the other way. The cow has no idea it's trapped. It's it's kind of like what we're in, right? We're not we're not really free. You said it. That's why I'm here talking to you today. I would rather, much rather, be playing my guitar. I don't know, romancing the love of my life, which I don't have. What else would I rather be doing than having to do? I don't want to do this. It's unnatural for us to have to be getting the truth out. Yeah. There should, it just should be, come on, come on, Rothschilds, just fucking repent because you've got your boss above you and he's fucking fucking you right up the ass real good with a fucking four by four fence post wrapped in barbed bar wire. What the Rothschilds were the richest family in the world, but are you the fucking happiest? Yeah, and the Rothschilds are um, originally the Orsinis. They're, they're the same thing. Red. Yes. Yes. How? How? How so? 
see, this is where you need to understand languages. I'm a linguist. I speak in eight languages. I, 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 like, I can read and write the Hebrew right, uh, language. I can do Aramaic. I can do Greek, ancient Greek. I can do Japanese, hiragana, kanji, and katakana. I love languages. So, what was the word? Orsini. Ah, okay. Orsini is an anagram for Rossini. Duh. And what is Rossini? Well, Rossini is the most famous Italian name in history, for one. Or Rossi, really. Oh, sorry, I'll correct that. It's like, you know, we, we have the Jones and the Smiths. Yes. And the what and the Browns. Okay? Yes. Now, in Italy, it's the Rossi, the Reds. So Orsini, little bear, Orso is a bear. They have a bear on their scudo. Their their uh, their house symbol, the symbol of their house, the house of Colonna. Uh, Col uh, who are we talking about? Orsini. Uh, the house of Orsini. Yeah. It, who, by the way, the Orsini and the Colonna family. That's where I was getting at. The Collins, Columbus, Colonna. Were they, the, were they the same two families that during the Renaissance and the conquest of the Americas, were they the two families, the Orsini and the Farnese, no, the Orsini and the Colonna, that were killing each other to be the popes? How many Orsinis have murdered Colonnas and how many Colonnas have murdered Orsinis to become popes and cardinals and fucking... Top knobs. That happened like, all the time? Know. That happened all the time? They're just killing each other? Dude, dude, I think it was in the 1500s. A pope turned up and, and made a papal bull to and, and forced these two families to marry, to intermarry, so that there would be no more bloodshed. Get, get your fucking act together. Why is the two most powerful historical Roman families, Colonna and... Um, Orsini? Yeah, yeah, Orsini. Uh, why would the, why would they lust for power so much? Um <clears throat> well, you see, they run the Holy See. The slave trade. We're bonded by the birth certificate. And <laughs> no one needs this, man. Yeah. I yeah. go down here, I go down here to San Cristobal and I see poor people. Begging for money, man, here in Mexico. Mexico? Are you kidding? Poor people in fucking Mexico? Where are the gods? Where's fucking Quetzalcoatl? Where's... It's, it's sad. But they're even sadder because they're rich and they're un more unhappy than the Mexicans. I always see the Mexicans fucking smiling and laughing and singing and dancing. They're always laughing. They're always happy. Mexicans are fucking happy people, man. They've got this endogenous. They can tell that I'm 60 years old by my grey hair, right? Um, that's how they know, and my my grey beard. Otherwise, because here the 60 year old Mexicans, they've got black hair. 
I, I take after my mother's um if I were if I took after the, my Bonacci side, my father he had black hair till the day he died. But my mother, she went grey in her 30s. So I took I took on my mother's side and uh yeah, I've got the Santa Claus uh look. I'm with you, man. My biological last name, Bravo is my stepdad's last name. I was raised by my stepdad. And Kano is my biological father's last name. And Kano means gray hair. So I, I must have come from a, a gray hair clan in Chihuahua. You know, so I, I had gray hair like when I was 19. <laughs> I always yeah, like died I, it. Like I, I, can feel, I can feel Westerners sometimes. I can say I'm 55 and get away with it, right? And they and and um and and play with westerners and trick them. I can't trick a Mexican. I, I tried that. I, I think it was just yesterday. Uh, a girl asked me. She said, "What's what's your age? What's your real age?" And I said to her, 50. Nah, man." <laughs> she said, "You look 60 or 65. You could even be 65." And then I said to her. Damn it. You're a Gem you're a Gemini, aren't you? And she goes, "Yeah, yeah, I'm a Gemini." And I said, "Yeah, you think you got you Gemini's? You fucking work everything out like you work things out, right?" So she w worked out that um, uh, where was I going? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're 65. Yeah. My age, yeah, she didn't buy that I was 50. I, but I fooled Westerners. <laughs> hey, I don't know if I told you the story, and if I did, you stopped me. But uh, since we're talking about birthdays and astrology, when I was 21, uh, I, I moved to Hollywood, and I was, walk, I was walking down Sunset Boulevard at night, getting ready to go to a club, and there was this hippie, dirty, dirty hippie, long hair. He was just like dirty. He looked like a homeless guy. He was playing acoustic guitar right in front of the Roxy. And I had long hair too. I was like really into metal. I had long hair with big hoop earrings and I plucked my eyebrows. I was all, they got me hook, line and sinker. But I was, I was just looking for girls. You know, I did that for girls. I grew my hair out because it got you girls in the eighties. And I was walking past him and my friend who also had long blonde hair, he wore makeup and shit. He was like 20 yards behind me and I walked past this 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 homeless dude playing guitar and he had this sign and they had all the statistics on uh, all the rainforest getting chopped down so he was basically singing for the rainforest right so as yeah. i passed by him i looked at him and i thought man if he would just take a shower and comb his hair out he can get some pussy and right when i right when i thought that he comes up to me and goes hey if i guess your birthday will you sit here and listen to me and i said okay and he said May 15th. And I was like, God damn. I'm like, okay, wait a minute. So I called my friend and go, John, come here, come here, come here, come here. Like that wasn't impressive. And I go, guess his birthday. Let me see you do that. John comes up and he looks right at him and he says, March 31st. And I was like, God damn, the odds that he could guess both of us right away and like how the fuck did he do that then he started talking about the rainforest and all that and i didn't hear shit it went one, in one ear out the other all i was thinking is how the fuck did he do that and at that point i was like pretty atheist I was, it was my atheist phase and that point 
turned me agnostic because I'm like, damn, there's some shit we don't understand because maybe like a spirit told them our birthdays or maybe he could read our minds or something. Like I had, it was, it was, it was, a, it changed the course of my life because at that point I thought, okay, there is some like spiritual kind of shit. And then later I did DMT and mushrooms and I'm like, oh shit, there is other dimensions. What do you, how do you think he figured that? How did he guess both our birthdays? Some homeless dude. Well, see, this is, this is, um, I want that upper body clench. That's what I'm, I'm going after. With the underhook, looking for double underhooks. Fucking, that's a juicy ass clench. Perfect double underhooks, you're on your side, boom. That's all perfect. That's huge. And my game, for me, I'm like, I got this motherfucker. First fight in Abu Dhabi 2003 against Gustavo Dantas. I got right in and got double, perfect double underhooks. So I'm like, oh my God, I had him in a lockdown, perfect double under, really quick. He just gave it to me. I'm like, and I was just sitting there going, oh my God, he just gave it to me. That was just off the front headlock, 100%, push into him. You wanna smash him and then jump on that leg. You wanna rush him so they don't have a, so they're off balance, you jump on that leg, try to, you hook that leg, you're gonna take their back and put them in the truck. Either one. Does that make sense? This is the thing, dude. Um, some people have got special, special gifts. Some days I wake up and I've got a podcast scheduled, and I wake up and I wake up and I think, fuck, I'm just a fucking dumb cunt. You know, what do I know? <laughs> <laughs> What and then? But then, when the start, when the 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 podcast starts, I'm I'm enthusiastic. Yeah. Why? Well, because I f I forget that I'm j a dumbass. You know, don't worry about who you are. It's not about you. I'm not a guru. It's not about you. It's it's about are you talking the talk? Are you really giving people something of value? Really, or are you just there's so many charlatans, man. <laughs> yeah. That guy was not a charlatan. That guy, there's no way he could have get. So no, he, no. have you heard no, of that? But... Have you heard of that guy? Uh, he's a, his name is Bashar. He claims to speak th like an, an alien speaks through him. Have you heard of this fucking guy? Idiot. Yeah, he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> you know what he told me? Because I, I met him and I asked him about it. I told him about that story. I go, how did he guess uh, my birthday and my friend's birthday? And Bashar said, oh, he loves so much. He has so much love in him that he actually became you for a second and knew because he was you. And he be, he loves so much that he can be you and know you for a, like a flash. And that was the only explanation I ever got for how that guy was able to guess both our birthdays. So but Bashar, well, you don't well, like Bashar? Well, that's a, that's, a, that's a good explanation. I just don't like it when, he, when he's fucking channeling and he's not... <laughs> Is not <laughs> man. Is that guy's intelligent? Why doesn't he just fucking stop with the fucking the acting? Yeah. You see, you see, I never act. Yeah. I never act. I never entertain. I do some entertainment. I'm a performer. Yeah. Big difference. I've always been a performer. Yeah. Even and, even... When, and when and when I perform, I can't. I can't be acting. Yeah. I have to perform. Yeah, Otherwise, that, that, I don't get, I don't that, get character, that character that he he 
uh, plays, man, he has like good answers. Like when people ask him like questions of life, he, it seems like he, he's he's ready for um, he's ready for answers. I did talk to him about. Um, uh, I was I I I asked him. I go uh, about co uh, conspiracy theories. I was like nine eleven. I go is nine eleven in, inside job. He didn't want to talk about conspiracy theories at all. I goes well. We don't want. To, I don't do conspiracy theories. He he wanted to stay away from chemtrails and all that stuff. But but uh, it was interesting. He had an interesting answer for that one homeless guy. I mean, I don't know how the fuck he guessed both of them. You know what are the the odds of guessing two birthdays or two like in a row on the spot? It's astronomical. It's astronomical getting both. Yeah, yes. One see, of them. I one don't... of them is one in one in six three hundred sixty five, right? Just guessing one, but two. Damn, I don't know what those numbers are, but they got to be insane. Well, here's the thing, brother. This is how special each one of us is, right? That guy there, what he can do, I can't do. I can't do that. I can't do that shit. Mm -hmm. But that guy can't do the syncretism that I do, and I can't do the jujitsu and math. Mastery, mastery of your craft, man. Like you used to fight when you were in your prime, man. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. You know what I mean? So, so you know, your your Jedi spirit is a warrior, you know? And you're, you're a truth warrior, man. I knew you were a good-hearted guy when I saw you on Joe Rogan about seven years ago, and you mentioned my name to him. I did. Uh, That's said, right. What did I yeah. say? Do you remember? Well, you said to research Eric Dubai and check out Santos Bonacci. Yeah. And yeah, I thought you, yeah. you were the first guy. Myself, and I told you this before, too. You were the first guy to break down that uh, how impossible it is that we're spinning in four different directions at ridiculous speeds. In and I never, ever uh, uh, thought of it that way because there's so many different uh, flat earth proofs and but that was brilliant and i use it all the fucking time dude i use it all i was just on roseanne Barr's podcast i was just on her oh, podcast yeah. like a month ago and i, I and she, wa she wanted to know about flat earth and did you did yeah. you notice that i used your shit <laughs> yeah yeah dude i, I saw giving... that oh dude i, I use i use that all right. the time I, hey hey tell roseanne tell her to get in touch with me I will. I'll get you on a hundred percent. Oh, she would love you. She would love you. You watch what you watch. What happens if I get to uh, to get uh, together with Roseanne Barr? But I mean, you know you what? Kidding? You know what though? I think she only does in studio guests. Huh? I don't know if she does. I don't think she does a uh, Zoom. Doesn't so, matter. Don't worry about it. Planning, don't worry about it. Just, you planning on being in LA? You you plan on being in LA in any time? Because if you're in LA, I'll get you on. Yeah, she she she's awesome. She's her no, and no, her well, son. Yeah, but what I mean is just just get her to contact me. For, okay, for, I will. Give her my contact and say and show her my channel, and um, she'll get it. Okay. I know she'll get for it. Sure. She'll sure. love syncretism. She's going to be a great syncretist. You watch. Oh man, she, flat Earth. She was like, you know, she's like, I don't know. I, I kind of, you know, I don't believe the gov anything the government says. So maybe flat Earth and all that. What got her is what Hibbler Hibbler always pushes when he's trying to convert people to flat Earth is. Because they always ask, everybody asks, why would they lie? And then when you say they're hiding other lands, there's probably a whole shitload of lakes all over the fucking place. They don't want anybody to um, find that shit. And then when you tell people that, they're like, oh, shit, that makes sense. Of course, they're hiding shit. And that's when she turned right there. She turned right. She goes, oh, my God, I get it now. I get it. I get it.
Like, cause, cause if people want, they have to, they have to get it in their head. Like, why would they lie about that? And I mean, it's pretty, you know, clear to me that they lie about everything. Why would they tell us where, where we are and, and where we come from and, and, and what's, what the real, uh, story is, you know, why would they tell us that? They, you're not going to tell the slaves that tell the slaves what you want them to know. I remember, I remember once in the early days, I was friends with a guy who came to Melbourne from New Zealand to, um, to film me. And one of, one, of that, one of those films he did got a lot of traction, a lot of views. Anyway, when I became a flat earther, this guy made, <laughs> he made videos against me. And um, he said, Santos is now a new age teacher of the new flattest world order that's what that's what he called the video the flat the flattest world order he's he's thinking that this is a psyop this is like yeah yeah uh there's some joke played on mankind well yeah. a santos bernacci happens to have a lot of depth of knowledge guys uh remember i was bilingual when i was born um i was theological when i was three years old really uh, really just yeah. as a child your parents knew they had some well uh, well shortly after i was baptized a catholic um my mother got a knock from the jehovah's witnesses and she converted and so i i, I remember going to the meetings i remember reading the babylon babylon the great has fallen Babylon the Great has fallen since I was three, since I was four, five years old. I've been I've been waiting for Armageddon to come. I've been preaching it all my life. There's never been a time where I've never, ever, ever, ever. I, my last studio album, I called it Amazing Days in 2007. That's my last studio album. And in there, there's songs like Better Days, Amazing Days. Um, that was 2007. That was the year I woke. I, I awakened and got syncretism. I, I released that album and I had the mind calendar as the rosette of my guitar. So this was, this is the mind calendar on the, you can Google it now. Santos Bonacci, Amazing Days album. And you'll Bust see that. You'll out, see, yeah. Yeah. It's, you'll, you'll see it. Uh, Amazing Days, Santos Bonacci. Oh. Look yeah, at that's you. the mind. Look at you, rock star. Holy shit! Yeah, look, well, well, look, well, look at that. See, that's the mind calendar. You can see the guitar strings going through. Look at that. Amazing days. Yeah. I knew back then. I Damn, knew that's that awesome, man. We, I knew twenty twelve was around the corner. Changes were coming. And look at this. Now I'm living in the Mayan land. Chiapas. I'm I'm Mexican, dude. I've, I've got my permanent residency. What what do you think the significance of um, the whole uh, like Yucatan Peninsula, Cuba, Florida, that whole it's so the every day is the same weather year round. It's always 89 degrees. It's always the same fucking thing. I've been to Cancun a lot over the last three years. We've been doing our jujitsu shows in Cancun. I've been to Cancun probably like 10 times in the last three years. Um, and now the weather, no matter what, when we go, the weather is exactly the same. There's going to be random rain showers, but 
It's going to be 88 degrees every goddamn day. And there's, I had um, um, Dr. Narco Longo. He's an old world expert, but uh, he's like specializes in Florida and uh, the old world of uh, Florida. But the whole area, like the whole, you know, Cancun, Cuba, Florida, that whole area, it seems like, like it's, it is like apparently uh florida is the only place in the whole world where oranges grow wild or something i don't know if that's true but that's what dr narco longo said it's got to be that the weather it's like in the whole in this whole lake right there in that area the weather just comes together it's like like some special little spot uh in this lake what do you you know anything about that what in mexico no like why is it so like what what makes that area so special between like Cancun, Cuba, and Florida, that whole uh, Gulf of Mexico area right there just seems like there's a, Dr. Narco Longo says that's where Atlantis was. Like he says Florida was Atlantis. Oh yeah, yeah, of course, of course, Mexico. Oh, so you're, you're all in that. Yeah, so it's right there, right? Florida, Cuba, Mexico. It was a special place for millennia, it seems, right? Um, you of all people, should know the names of many city, many cities in Mexico and with Atlantis. Miacatlan, Tepotzlan. Miacatlan? Are you kidding? I went to Miacatlan. I stayed now, there. Now, Miacatlan, how is, how is that Atlantis? That's Atlantis. Oh, okay. Okay. The Lan, the Lan part, right? Mich okay. Atlan. Listen, Miacatlan. Catlan. At Lan. Hell yeah. I've seen hundreds of cities throughout Mexico driving all through the south of Mexico. I've seen hundreds. I've been to Jalisco. I've been to Querétaro. My Mexican girlfriend was from Querétaro. Julieta, the goddess of my life. I mean. You got to get her back, dude. It, it, she sounds special. Yeah, well, if you go if you go back to, uh, a year and a half ago, that's when we broke up. Um, and you and you see the video, like the she 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 did my fifty eighth birthday in uh, Playa del Carmen, and she got mariachis there. And I've got a video on, on my channel. So if you go to my channel, put fifty eighth birthday there, and you'll see Julieta there. You'll see how beautiful she is, man. Typical. Mexican woman, you know, like really, she'd been following my channel for 10 years already anyway. Oh, she was already Found a fan. That, oh, yeah, you, so, okay. yeah, yeah, oh, for sure, yeah, yeah. So how did you meet her? At one of your seminars? Well, well, she was hinting, uh, when she found out I was in Masunte, she was starting to ask things like, do you have a girlfriend? And I, I didn't answer. <laughs> Oh, that means I didn't. I didn't, yeah, 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 that means I didn't. It's on, I didn't answer. <laughs> oh man, it's on. well. It's always nice when they're forward like that, and that you don't have to like wonder. Like, damn, she's making it easy. See, see, here's the thing. Um, I realized that um, yeah, she had uh, like a good respect for me and liked me. Astrologically, astrologically, did you were you guys supposed to be good together or was it bad? Yeah, she's a she's a triple Leo, and I've got a Leo ascendant. 
Okay. So my face, everything me looks like a lion. I roar like a, I've got a voice. I'm a, I'm a small man. I'm now I'm five foot six. I used to be five foot seven, but I'm five foot six. I'm short, right? So, but um, where was I going? Your girl. How you how you met your girl? Do you remember the first? Uh, yeah. Time well, she's a, she's embraced? a she's, yeah. She's a triple Leah. Well, she yeah. I I I avoided her coming to visit me when I was in Oaxaca, Masunte. I, I evaded that, and then I went to Cancun, and she kept writing to me, and I thought, okay, well, I know she's a good girl. <laughs> she and wow, man, she adored me. She used to call me. She used to call me muñecote. <laughs> like that, a big doll. Yeah, yeah. And I would sort of laugh and say, "Come on, I'm a, I'm an ugly old man, right?" And she'd be, she'd be like, and she'd get she'd get upset. She was so polite, you know. She'd be Santos, no, no, no. For me, you are a muñecote, and that's how she treated me. Unfortunately, <laughs> and how, how, was, how old was she in her thirties? No, she was fifty. Oh, she was fifty. Okay. Yeah, Julieta. Yeah, I was with her for about a year, but I can't tell you how many times uh, she left my house crying and went to the Cancun airport to fly to Querétaro. I don't know, probably about 14, 15, 16 times. Well, from fights, like you guys had arguments? I was just I was just abusive, brother. I didn't love myself. I didn't love myself. I didn't understand why I was abusing other people. I was abusing my mother when I was in Australia. I was abusing Hiromi, my first wife. I abused Violet, my girlfriend. She was such a sweetheart to me. She was such a good, good girl, you know. Uh, I abused her, you know. And then you just, get, you Julieta, just get really you just get really jealous. You have a jealous streak, like a possessive streak. No, no. I've only had three partners. So I had Hiromi, my wife, that ended in 2015. Then Violet came to Australia to be with me. And then Julieta, I've met here. I've only three. had three partners. Wow. Huh? Wow, three. Interesting. Yeah, since 2007. I married Hiromi, my second wife, Japanese, uh, basically to um, keep her in Australia, really. Um, it wasn't a, a love, love marriage. I mean, uh, I, uh, she was working for me. I was uh, street performing and she was uh, – I knew she had – uh, she was struggling and I met her at a flamenco bar. She's a flamenco dancer. I'm a flamenco guitarist. I used to go to Canela Bar, the best freaking flamenco in Melbourne. If you're going to Melbourne, go to Canela Bar, guys. Wow. Magic flamenco. That's where Hiromi, my Japanese wife, and I we met through flamenco. Um, uh, so... Yeah, so she, she found out that I was street performing in Melbourne, and uh, and I realized realized that she needed a job. So I said, "Look, I'll give you a hundred bucks a day. All you have to do is just give people the CD and ask twenty dollars for the CD." And she said, "Yeah, I can do that." <laughs> in her Japanese, uh, she's a beautiful girl though, Hidami. I was abusive. Hidami used to freaking roll out. For 10 years that I've known her, she used to roll out a red carpet for me. Violet was the same. Violet was like, she used to serve me. She used to adore me. 
and Julieta. I mean, I've been blessed. I've, I've been my last three partners have been heaven sends, heaven sent. You know, like I mean, they've helped me to. I started white tantra with it on me. Uh, that's non-ejaculatory sex. For all your 10th Planet Jiu-Jitsu merchandise, please visit 10thplanetjj.com slash shop. We also got a look into a t-shirt that just dropped. Thank you very much for your support. That's a hard one. <laughs> no, no, it's so easy. It's so easy to ejaculate, to have your orgasms internally. You can then, see, then, then what happens is if you can control that, you, the duration of your sexual activity with your loved one lasts longer and you have to do that, take that responsibility as a man to be able to hold your stuff in because if you don't, you will never get the magic that comes from a woman who's having the highest level of orgasm because only a woman can procreate, <clears throat> can um, um, you know, give birth to, to life and only a woman can harvest sexual energy men uh, uh, sorry generate it men can men cannot generate sexual energy really I, have I, a, felt, I feel like i i, I generate no men men, <laughs> men are oh. harvesting from women that's why you need you need a goddess yeah. you need a goddess man you know you need to you need to show you know you need to kiss your wife and you need to pamper her, man. Like you know, that's it, it's it's an eternal orgasm. It's a state of being. Yeah, it's called I, the perfect. It's called the perfect marriage. Watch watch the video, guys. Watch the video called "Sex: The Secret Garden to Eden." Sex: The secret the the secret door to the Garden of Eden. There you go. The I've been watching door. that since. I've, I discovered that in 27. And so I decided uh, I went from black tantra, with, which is ejaculation sex. Uh, I was with Hiromi then in 2007, and I discovered that video about non-ejaculating. Non so what do you do? Like right before you are about to nut, you like stop, think about football, and like you hold it or think about whatever, and you just you keep holding You just hold it right it's you're not it's, doing anything special you're just like tightening up your urethra and you hold it like normal right you just don't ever well, ejaculate. well first start when 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 you're you're training you, you have to start with the basics there's two things there's your breath and there's the your perineum muscles your perineum that's your feminine center you see when your anus you know just puckers you, it, it just, yeah yeah it, you don't have to you don't have to like Agonize yourself. It, it, relax. You just when you do that, and you have your tongue up against the palate, and you've got the perineum just just lightly kissing there, you'll never you'll never ejaculate. Wait a minute. So you're having sex. It's you're getting close. So you stick your tongue at the at the you smash your tongue up against the root of your mouth and then you you pucker your butthole a little bit. And that that's yes. the technique. I want to know. Yes. Shit. I, yes. I, I think yes. every man out there wants to know like how to prolong their sex because I have premature ejaculation problems. I mean, I can't last, man. I think I think I just have 
uh, just too many veins on my shaft. My I bust quick. I, I'm not one of those guys that can go for an hour. I go for 10 to 15 minutes. That's it. That's all you're getting. Okay, so, okay, okay. That's that's not good. Because I know. You're, it sucks. I'm, I'm ashamed of it. You, the problem is it's immaturity. We've been taught the wrong sex, so don't worry. It's not just okay. you. It's everyone. You're, you're not a man sexually yet. Damn. You know what I do to hold it back? Hold it back. I do have football techniques, though. If I'm trying to hold it, you know, and uh, I'll, I just, can, I can, I'll look I to can. the wall. I'll look to the wall and just start spelling the names of my favorite football players. And that makes my my uh, uh, erectile, my pre-ejaculation go down. Boom. It works. You start spelling out names. It can't be too complicated. You can't be spelling out Russian names or like Thai names. Your dick will just drop like a fucking sack of rocks. It's but And you can't go like John Smith. That's too easy. But uh, the two football players that I always spell out there, I'm a big Cleveland Browns fan, Webster Slaughter and Brian Brennan. Webster Slaughter's 84. Brian Brennan was 86. I'll say Webster Slaughter. A, uh, 88 or, uh, I'm sorry, 84, 84. And then I, I spell his name out. And the, the awe in slaughter, I have to think about that because that's not Smith. It's F-L-A-U-G-H-T-E. Once I get to the A-U-G, dude, my dick just starts going down. Boom. It works so well. And I don't even have to use new football players because those guys are like from 30 years ago. I don't have to get new players. Slaughter is the perfect word to spell when you're trying to hold it in. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but Eddie, Eddie, I, I can help you. I can teach you uh, the techniques. But start with the basics. What's the what's uh, the what's the, the most basic thing that I have bro, to bro? I can I can help you to find the to become one with your wife, and to go. What 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 you will have is. You'll experience what's called um, the marriage uh, of the bride to the Christ. Sex is very, very holy, dude. It's very, very holy. Okay? I believe that. So, yeah, man. So the the man who ejaculates. He's a loser. He's basically the fluids from the, um, the seminal fluids come from the claustrum. It's it's also called the Santa Claustrum. Oh shit! Familiar? Yes, Santa Claus. Santa Claus bringing them yeah. gifts. It's it's right there. It's right there. Uh, in at the North Pole, just sitting under the cerebrum, in between the cerebrum and the cerebellum. This is the claustrum, and it's secreting all the cerebrospinal fluids, and it goes down to your sacrum. And it becomes semen. But the man is supposed to fertilize himself, not the woman. So he's got to injaculate. You'll always be a boy if you don't master this. You'll always be a boy because you have to experience an, an injaculation. You have to fertilize yourself. And then you will never have a problem. I don't have a problem. I never. Julieta, we practice. We don't. We didn't use no contraceptives and shit freaking none of that dumb you never busted you never busted no no julieta and i we made beautiful romantic love like she man now i i had this student who was like 
uh, really, really into tantric sex, which is is similar to what you're talking about. And he said to practice, he goes, I wanted like everybody wants like sexual powers. So he said, when you masturbate to like with with your fingers, like cut off, like dig into your prostate and cut ah, it off. Yes. And then yes. and then when you have an orgasm, nothing will come out. And it'll it'll come out inside of you or something like that. Well, well, I see, this is, yeah, okay. Well, this is this is the sort of tip that these, these are the sort of techniques that I was going to teach you. That one because oh, that's, I a, had that's to, legit. That's legit. Yeah. Oh. Well, I well in two thousand seven when I watched that video, sex, the door, secret door to the Garden of Eden, and I realized that I shouldn't be ejaculating anymore. It took me five years where I practiced grey tantra sometimes ejaculating sometimes not and i was with hiromi then and i was lucky because a japanese woman is very very supportive of your sexual style because they don't dominate hiromi was very very submissive she was a beautiful girl sagittarian happy she was i loved her i broke her heart when i left her you know like i broke her heart and the same with violet and julieta i broke their hearts um it's different now i love myself so i don't really think about having a partner or i don't need one you know okay um but where was i going i was going no no i was talking about the technique where you cut off when you ejaculate during masturbation ah, you yeah, cut yeah. off and nothing comes out that i i learned the damn it it stops the um the ejaculate yeah so i used to do that and that's and good then, yeah but of course that's, that's, that's good perfect Number one, I should have mentioned that as the foundation before the breath and before the perineum. Cut off, um, just straight up cut off the... the, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing. Just stick your fingers in there, right there in, in between the testes and the anus. Just block that canal. Don't let anything out, man. Ooh, because So that because, is good. I thought I was messing myself up. I tried it a few times. Like I no. thought maybe I'm going to like break something. Nah, dude. It's nah, good because was, because the ejaculate does come out, but it comes out inside of you, and then it's nutrition nutritious for you or something. Like it's good for you. It, no, it's it's no good for anybody outside of the outside of the body. Is semen is no good outside of the body. You don't I, need you don't you want- need to ejaculate. You do not need to ejaculate to reproduce. You don't don't need to. No. You, no, no. A, a, a small, um, there's such a thing as a ghost, the Holy Ghost. It's a, it's a little breath. It's, it's, it's a pneumogastric gas that comes out of the, the penis. And, and there's sper- there is sperm in that. that. That is how the Virgin Mary um, be- became pregnant. <laughs> because it's it's speaking about something that is common that happens commonly very very commonly not everybody has been ejaculating in history the tartarians never ejaculated they didn't yeah no brother no how do we how do Alab- we know the tartarians Alab- did okay how do we know that well um they used to have such a thing called seminaries semen okay why did the little boys get sent to the uh, seminaries to learn to become priests. What the fuck do you have to know about semen? 
to serve God? Uh, that's a difficult one. You got to hold it out. Right? They would teach, they, in Tartaria, they would teach the boys to be immortal. How The secret to immortality is this. The elixir of life is in you. This is the secret. This is it. Tell me. You ready? Let's do it. Hell yeah. Let's go. Well, I'm ready. Tell me. Um, the secret to immortality is to teach young boys about sexuality in the seminaries and that they're going to be aroused and that's fine. They need to play with that energy. They can give it to a... a, a it's preferable that, I mean, if you don't have a girl, it's preferable that you have a female because you, um, you, you're going to generate magic. You're going you're gonna to have everything that your heart desires, everything, and, that they, and then you'll be immortal. And they taught those boys how to arouse themselves and have an orgasm but never Never spill the seed. The moment you eat from the apple, the day you eat from it, you will positively die. That apple is the ejaculation. Watch the video, Sex, the Secret Door to the Garden of Eden. The ejaculation is the apple. Damn. Right. I've been eating yeah. apples my whole life. Yeah. And, and, you've, and you've, been, you've been withholding your full power from yourself by not yet by the fact that you haven't even once fertilized yourself. No, I did. Like I said, I did do that. I did, did cut off my prostate. Like I'd say I did that like maybe 10, 20 times, but I, and I did you have, felt like, what was that? And did, you, and did you have a controlled orgasm? No, I did have an orgasm. Just nothing came out. Yeah. Yeah. I know. But what I mean by a controlled orgasm is the sustained orgasm. Or did uh, you just, Ping. I wouldn't. I don't know if it was sustained. It was just like a an orgasm. It felt kind of weird because I was cutting off my prostate, but I wouldn't say it was longer. Or maybe it was a little longer. Maybe a couple. Seconds it is longer. longer, brother. It's it is, right? as long as you want it to be. You know the the best thing about that. I'm going to be honest with you. The best thing about that is if I did that and I was in in my bed. The great thing about it is I didn't have to get up and and clean myself off. You know what I mean? I thought, you know yeah, what? I, yeah, I could I could just stay in bed and just you know fucking go right to bed afterwards. Look, blood and semen are are, are, are what's called uh, sacred fluids, and the um, the nervous system fluid. That's why they vaccinate children to damage them with formaldehyde and all of that those other substances and toxic heavy metals in the vaccinations why to go after the nervous system you see those those are three of the four rivers in the garden of eden your blood the euphrates river um your urine the tigris your saliva uh what did i mention so we said euphrates for blood uh urine uh tigris or something no i, I maybe I was yeah wrong. yeah 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 the semen saliva. then there's, then there's saliva. the semen. yeah and then and the, that's the saliva is the sea those those are the four liquid systems in the body 
That and then, and then what was the first one? So it's blood, urine, saliva, and then semen. And now, now the the saliva is the ocean, and what is semen? The is that like the Colorado River or is that like white water rafting? <laughs> what is? I don't, I don't, I don't get what you're asking. I don't, I don't get. No, you, no, you said, you said blood was related to the Euphrates, right? Oh, yeah. I don't know. But it oh no, be... you were just saying that. You were just saying that. Okay. I, th yeah. I thought it had a direct correlation to a certain river. Okay, okay. Why Here's a river the was named. Like like the Euphrates was called is like it means blood in, in Egyptian language or whatever. That's what I thought you meant, but I was wrong. You were right. The reason I didn't continue down that line is because uh not all the scholars that I've read, like um Al um Alvin Boyd Kuhn, James Pierce Morgan. Uh, Manly P. Hall, Thomas H. Burgoyne. You say Manly P. Hall? Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's yeah. perfect. That's He's the a master. urine guy. <laughs> he was a beautiful man. Manly P. Hall was a beautiful man. Okay. Uh, where was I going? Um, you were talking about the four liquids that ah, in our okay, so represent rivers. Yeah, I learned. I learned these from them. From I think it was Alvin Boyd Kuhn, but. In Thomas H. Burgoyne, the rivers changed. So there's not always agreeance okay. in systems. And, okay. and so that's why there's I've I've got four versions of um the 12 apostles of Jesus, you know, like Mars, uh, uh, Mark is Mars, Aries. Duh, no brainer. So astrologically, you you can pick all the disciples and their names, Thomas. Thomas means twin. Well, that's Gemini. He had he had to happen. He had to he had to have one twin in there, didn't he? Just like the zodiac does. Mm, Thomas, yeah. Thomas Didymus, the twin. The twelve disciples, they they are astrological archetypes. <laughs> now, and now, um, you you studied a lot of great philosophers and what about the mainstream philosophers like sigmund freud and like uh with uh no. carl jung are those guys legit or are they is that are they frauds sigmund freud is a fraud he's got it in his name he's an einstein he's a sellout okay forget okay. freud okay forget, forget wasn't freud. carl jung one of his disciples or his students? Carl Jung was an absolute genius. Oh, no, he's good. Carl Jung is good. Okay, okay. A genius. He's not good. He's a fucking genius. He's beautiful. Why did they, why did they let him become so famous? You would think they would just shut him down. Because he's too intelligent. Uh, how did I get uh, syncretism out to the world? I've got 300,000 subscribers now, which is not the true figures. I mean, <laughs> just put a few zeros. But they're on trying to shut that, you please. down, though. Don't they go after you and try to censor you? Have you been censored? Well, well, since I uploaded the first podcast that you ever did on Ruckfin with me yeah. today, and it's already got about 4,500 hits, I'm, I'm doing it in, a, in an attempt to get to get it shut down because okay. i spoke of some uh very naughty things there you, you mm. got a channel on rumble because rumble's pretty cool yeah i'm on rumble i'm i'm on bit shoot odyssey okay. yeah okay okay if you ever wanted to get on so rock, I, wanna, I, wanna... I hook you up if you want to do get on rock rockfin let me know 
they love you here. Uh, I want to continue proving my uh, Mexican you know. uh, heritage. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, good. Play some, play some uh, Vicente Fernandez. I don't know any. Okay. You're just gonna get this. It's, it's okay. called Moliendo Moliendo Cafe. Okay. Moliendo it's Cafe. It's, it's one of my all-time favorites. I've been playing it since. I've got an album called Moliendo Cafe. I love this song. But the, I'm not even gonna bother tuning this guitar, man, because. Although it's a Jose Ramirez, yes, the best flamenco brand in the history of history. I've always had the best flamenco guitars. I used to have a Jose Hernandez. I used to have a Domingo Esteso. And I used to have a Conde Hermanos. And now I have Jose Ramirez, the greatest of the greatest. So I'm not even going to bother tuning it because these strings are so old. And... Okay. That'll do. Okay. Hola, tarde, Langi, de Serena, se la sombra. En la que tú los cafetales vuelven a sentir. Este tristón canción de amor de la vieja molienda en el letargo de la noche parece gemir. Uh, yeah, well, I was going to sing that again. No, I've already forgotten what I was saying. Uh, how does it start again? Cuando la tarde languide serena se las sombras, en la que tú los cafetales vuelven a sentir este tristón canción de amor de la vida molienda, en el tarde de la noche parece de mí una pena de amor y una tristeza, lleva el sambo Manuel. En su amargura y pasa la noche candice moliendo. <laughs> Fuck that right up, didn't I? <laughs> uh, there's two versions, and I always um, trip myself up. I bet you must have made Julieta melt singing Spanish songs, there, right? That must have just got her, uh, her. Uh, female genitalia um, moist. I hope so. <laughs> Are you kidding? Singing Spanish to a Mexican chick? Well, yeah, I mean, she's she was she was a very, 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 very sexy woman. She was she was beautiful. Um, she wouldn't let me say word, words like chinga, you know, <laughs> no bad words. Uh, she was oof. Julieta would be like, when was the last time you had contact with her? It was about six months ago. I had to ask her something. So if you hit her up, she'll respond. She's not. She's not. Like no, no, she won't. This, oh, she won't. So, no, something happened. I don't know what's happened, but she told me. She wrote to me on WhatsApp, and she said, "Do not, um, don't write to me on. Don't have any contact with me." I can't explain to you," she said. 
but something very strange is happening with my phone. So it's sort of, but um, I think I think that means she's seeing somebody. I'll be honest with you. I hope so, man. Yeah, I yeah. hope so. Yeah, that's cool. what that means. I hope but, so. Hey, she's that's life. Stuck. That's life. You break. You break up with someone. It takes. It takes. It could take a girl thirty minutes to find a new boyfriend. Girls are just hit, getting hit with cock from all over the place, all over the place. They're ducking shit their whole life. They're spot, they're parrying. They're using head movement, footwork. Guys aren't like that. <laughs> guys don't live that life. The only guys that live that life are celebrities. But normal guys don't go to work and have every girl hitting on them. You know what I mean? Girls, when they go to work, everybody's in on them. Everywhere they go, the taxi driver, the guy at the supermarket everyone's trying to help him and hit so we live in different worlds different dimensions you know um that's mm. why uh, women are uh more generally more faithful than guys because they can have any dick all they want they've been getting thrown it thrown in and they want something real they don't want all this dick thrown at them so they're more faithful generally and guys are like, I never get pussy. Finally got pussy, got married. I never get pussy. And then now there's this other girl hitting on me like, damn, that never happens. Maybe I should be, hold on to this one just in case that doesn't work out. Because shit, if that one doesn't work out, I might not find another girl for six months. You know, that's, that's yeah. uh, uh, yeah. based on my data. That's how guys are. Guys are like, oh my God, another girl's hitting on me. I might not have that happen for another two years. So I better hold on to that one. I think guys cheat because... It's hard to cheat. More guys would cheat, but it's hard for guys to cheat because it's very hard for guys to get women. It, very, it really is, unless you know you're um, you're on Tinder all day and you know you 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 are at the gym all day. But um, we live in different worlds. Girls and guys are just opposites. We are not the same. You even look at it in the in the in the gay community. Gay dudes are just dudes. Gay dudes are just dudes that are gay. You know what I mean? Women. Gay women, they're just women that are gay. And they, they, lesbian relationships are very much like a woman type relationship. They want one partner. Every now and then a lesbian couple, you know, they'll bring in another chick maybe on New Year's Eve or maybe a dude. They go, oh, you know, for your birthday, we're going to bring in some dude. But guys that are gay, they're just guys. They don't have to put on a front. They're, 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 that's why gay dudes are having sex, random sex in bathrooms and locker rooms. They don't need to know anybody's names. Guys are just fucking savages. They're wild. That's the the, the, the male gay community, and the female gay community, two different communities, two different communities. They're not even the same. But in the ideal world, though, for a guy, <clears throat> if he had his ultimate dream, it, there would be two components. He'd have his twin flame and goddess and freaking yes. number the one, one. And, be, and then he would also like to have a harem, you know, that'd be handy too. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy how the, it's crazy how the middle just East, one, like the just, middle East. <laughs> all you need is one harem. <laughs> Can you imagine if that's how they, they, that's probably how they think. They probably think like you're an asshole if you want multiple harems. Like your harem is mad at you because you have a like a side harem, like your side piece harem. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine? Oh, oh, and by the way, by the way, uh, all you guys who are thinking of having a harem, make sure, uh, make sure that at least one of them is a Taurian. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's 
it's you know you know those countries you've got to have a tory and in your freaking harem otherwise you know you, you know the country the neighboring countries of <clears throat> the countries that like uh where harems are legal like they're like the neighbor like the neighboring countries where it's not legal i bet a lot of the 18 19 20 year old boys are like they probably talk like let's cross the border and 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 it's like their promised land is to move into this arab country where where uh harems are legal you know what i mean they're trying to cross the yeah. border they're trying to get citizenship hey you know what you it could be a movie about that you know you know i had a good friend back in in melbourne ahmed uh, and he was muslim um and uh he was a beautiful man from morocco very intelligent he was into sovereignty he was helping me a lot in the courts you know when i was doing the courts and everything uh, ahmed and and he's got four wives and um um in in the muslim faith that's um if he can provide for those women and they love him that's how it works it's it's something about the male nature krishna the supreme personality of godhead He's the most flirtatious of all the gods. Hmm. Radharani, his consort, Krishna Radha, right? The yin and the yang, the black and the white, Krishna and Radha. Yeah? Krishna's not freaking loyal to Rad uh, Radharani at all. He's playing around with Lakshmi, Saraswati, Parvati, Kali. <laughs> If you're going to be playing I, with a freaking goddess, that's one you want to be playing with. Kali. I saw I saw this documentary about a certain uh, village or area territory in India where there's no um, there's uh, uh, no women, very few women. So the guys all get together and they get the best looking guy and they hunt down a woman. You know, and they they use the best looking guy and they all put their resources together to get the woman. But the woman knows if she accepts uh, the guy's hand in marriage, she has to have sex with all his clan because there's not enough women. Have you heard about this? This is real. No. There's a documentary. No. There's like no women. So the guys all get together. They get the best looking guy, the guy that's in shape. He gets the woman, but the woman knows she has to have sex with all these guys because, you know, otherwise it ain't going to happen. Ugh. <laughs> that's hey, insane. <laughs> in that case, I'll, I'll, I'll put advice out there. Um, <laughs> if, if you want a good wife, a loyal one, the best wives are Jap Japanese. And guess what? There's three Japanese women to one man in japan and really they're all cute they're all they're all like little dolls i mean hiromi my wife she was she was a doll a japanese doll and and her daughter as well her daughter uh chihiro i mean you know the perfect examples i've had the best of japanese wives a, a japanese um i've had a japanese wife and i've had julieta the best of mexican she is like her father she she loves her father so much that he's got he would never say a word like chingon you know or something like that yeah. he his language is is very very sophisticated gentleman she loves her father 
You know, she got no daddy issues. And I got the best, man. I came to Mexico. I got the best freaking woman. I scored the best woman in Mexico from Querétaro. And guess what Querétaro means? It's a state, right? Just near the Efe, near um, Mexico City. Querétaro, I've been there with Julieta. Um, <clears throat> Querétaro means it's called the heart of Mexico. Querer? What does querer mean? I want. To love. Te quiero. Yeah. Eh? Querétaro. The heart of Mexico. Querétaro. You see, only a syncretist can. Yeah. I, I, it took me to tell, to teach Julieta that when I talk, when, when I explain that to her, she goes, yeah, wow. Yeah, of course. Thank you. Um. Well, hopefully she breaks up with the guy she's with and goes back with you. I, I, that could easily happen. Now, changing gears here, what do you think is going to happen? Earlier you said it's over for the Rothschilds, over for the international bankers, slash controllers, slash Illuminati, slash deep state, whatever you want to call them. Like with all this stuff that's going on in the Middle East, people ask me, it's like, what do you think? Is it the end of the world? I'm like, dude. If it is the end of the world, it's this is the way it would go, right? Israel fighting against the Middle East. Like, it's it's biblical, right? You know, if this is the end of the world, man, it's happening the way it, 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 they they talk about in the Bible, correct? Isn't it, What do you think is going to happen? I, I, I hope that we, this is the Great Awakening and the, the threat of World War III is just part of the Great Awakening. Like, we have to go to the precipice, you know, the edge to finally wake enough people up to save humanity that's what i think's happening but god damn it just it's crazy because now the left there's the left and then the right right the left is now split the left is half pro-palestine half pro-israel and then the right split the right split is half pro-palestine half pro-israel so they it's crazy how that left all agreed on everything they were all on the same demon ass shit now they're split like, what the fuck is going on, right? What do you think is happening? Well, well, see, everything's a Ponzi scheme in this simulation. It's all a Ponzi scheme, and, and pimps, pimps run the scheme. Ponzi and scheme. Is there? Is there? A, do you believe that eventually pimps will not run run shit, and will good people? Is there? Is there any chance that good people run the world, and the controllers are good people? Is is that like? There's no way that's gonna happen, right? Dude, dude, we could we could have paradise on earth by um by Aries of twenty twenty four. Really? Paradise on earth. And how and we could how do you start think that, that happens? How do you think that happens? We could well well we could start that right now, you and I. Okay, let's do it. Like how do we do it? Well, see, this is the magic that we have, man. The, Jesus said the kingdom of God is within you. So being a Bonacci, you know, Fibonacci, the most famous mathematician of history, um, I like to put one and one together and get two, you know? Yeah. So um, where, was, where was I going? Um, what uh, March 2024, there's a possibility that we the world could be saved. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> 
Okay, so so much shit's going on with with the Middle East, right? Like, so it, this is the apocalypse. Ac apocalypse in Greek means to unfold, to uh, take the veil. See, Isis is the one who brags, the goddess of the universe, right? La Virgen de Guadalupe. I've got her. I've always got her there, man. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's Tonansin. That's her real name, Tonansin. I always have her. She's the best. The Mex the Mexican Madonna is the best. And I always, ha I always have a Mexican cross. Uh, this one I got on the Caribbean by my my good jeweler friend Moises in uh, Puerto Morelos. This is Mexican. The cross the the cross has been part of the Mexican culture for billions of years. <laughs> That's that's and, got, and the cross got hijacked, correct? No, no, no. The only thing that happened was essentially the Vatican just found enough traitors in Mexico, like Montezuma and another governor of the tribes after they had their independence. They all the tribes started dividing. And then the Spanish started getting a foothold in this country. And, and that's the House of Bourbon, the, the Spanish royal family. And um, so what happened was there's, there's been many conquests of, Me of Mexico. President Polk in 1549 stole... Um, a whole bunch of states of Mexico, right? So President Polk in in in, in uh, eighteen forty nine. So this is what he stole. He stole California, parts of Oregon, parts of Denver, uh, Colorado, uh, parts of uh, Arizona, New Mexico, all the way up to Louisiana, Texas, Florida, and Santana, the president. Not the cool, not the cool Santana, the musician Santana. He did a Montezuma, and basically Mexico just gave away a whole bunch of land to the gringos, and and the the American military uh, occupied Mexico City for six weeks in eighteen forty nine for six whole weeks. I wonder what treaties the Ameri the 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 U.S. Vatican-run Orsini family, Farnese family. I wonder what deal they did that day. Man, it's it's you would think it'd be so hard to to steal California, Arizona, New Mexico, and Texas. Like, how many people? Like, how long did that like to take that over? It, it's so vast, and they're in like in wagons with horses, like. How do they take over all that fucking like what? I mean, how many people do you need? And wasn't that the Wild West? You're taking over all that land and it's technically the Wild West. Like, how do you like just one state? How do you take over Arizona's a desert and it's fucking tremendous? That's just one state. Weird. I'd like to. That's crazy. Like how they the truth is, the truth, the, the truth is out, uh, Eddie. That's why when you ask the question. How do you know that um, it's the timing? It, it is. It, it's the Gotadamarun. It's the Armageddon. 
it's the twilight of the gods. Everything that rises, it must fall. Everything is cyclical. It's not linear. Yeah. We're not living. So you so you have hope. You think you think uh sometime next year it's it's gonna be clear that it's it's the great awakening that's winning, not the great reset, right? You feel that? You feel it? Uh hang on. I was I've got to get your page back there. Zoom. Okay. Sorry, brother. Um okay. I, I was looking I was looking for the hang on to that question because I didn't okay. hear you. I wasn't listening. Okay. Okay. I was looking for the video. Uh, all my friends on Facebook, go to my wall and scroll down four videos and you will see an Indigenous man there speak for about 10 minutes. It's got English um, subtitles. You'll understand everything. In 10 minutes, in, in, in 10 minutes, that, that guy there, he sums up the whole fucking pinche mentira de la conquista de México. Eso no pasó. Es pura mentira. They, I um, want to see that. What, do you have a link? Hey, Hibbler, can you find that video real quick? So, so on my, only my, my Facebook friends can see oh. it. It's on my Facebook wall, and you'll see the indigenous man. And it's called, this is what, what it's called. It's called... It's from a, a Facebook site called Medicina Ancestral. Medicina. Okay, ancestral medicine. And it's called, if you like the video, share it, the true story. Can I play a little bit of him? Yeah, for sure. You know how to share screen. Is this him right here? You could share a screen. Uh, if, you, if you know how to share the screen, go ahead and share it. Okay, I'm sharing. You got to click the right uh, buttons to share screen. Share, okay, yeah, you're sharing. Oh, there it is. You just shared it. I can see it now. Uh, Medicina Ancestral, right there. Yeah, what, what was I looking for? Oh, right there, Facebook. Okay, there he is. There he Sorry, is. man. Okay. Uh, okay. Click Let's that. listen to this guy. Let's listen to this, dude. Can you blow it up? Encubrimiento, ¿verdad? No fue descubrimiento. Not loud enough? Uh, no, that's loud enough, but I don't see any of the... I mean, I speak Spanish, and I can understand a lot of it, but there's no subtitles? Wait a minute, wait a minute. But it was loud enough, right? Yeah. It was loud enough, but but the subtitles were a problem. There, there was no subtitles. Okay, let's enlarge this thing. Let's go to full enlargement. Okay, you ready? Yes. I'm going to the start. And you can tell me whenever to stop. Yeah. Two minutes, or you can watch the whole thing, whatever you want. Um, um, but what I said was, is there a translation? Is there subtitles? Yes, you'll see them. Okay, P press it then. Let's see it. Let's go. No fue descubrimiento. Tampoco descubrieron América, porque aquí no se llamaba América. Oh, no. Y a decir, venimos y los descubrimos. No, there's not, is there? There's none. My my Shit. audience, I got a bunch of white people that don't know any Spanish. Oh, my God. Someone has to translate this. I urge Mexicans. You know, you know, you know, Mexico is number 10 on my YouTube audience analyst analytics of followers. Mexico has been in the top 10 for six, seven years now. Nice. 
So, so what does he say exactly? I'll go back and I'll find, I'll find one with subtitles. But what is he saying in a nutshell? He's going. There was no conquest of Mexico. Was there was it? no discovery. There was a covery. It was a cover-up. America wasn't discovered. It was covered up. They say Columbus discovered. Listen to the word. And 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 Melbourne was founded in eighteen thirty-eight. Melbourne, the city where I I, I lived. Melbourne. But in Very reality, tough. it was always there. Huh? But in reality, it was always there. It's been there, right? Just like like. Um, would you say that a lot of the, the cities in the Western part of the United States were already there and they like people, we repopulated the cities that were already there. We didn't create them. Correct. Yeah. They just came and founded the cities. Like they, they found, found them. They were they already there. Some, they got some Freemasonry. Like there, were, like there was some kind of mud flood or some kind of electromagnetic apocalypse or something like that, right? Like there was definitely some kind of uh, mass yes, apocalyptic and event, no? Yes, and now that cycle is coming again. Did you see what happened to Acapulco two weeks ago? Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you think that was a man-made uh, uh, hurricane? Because I'm sure they're, make, they're making hurricanes easily these days. For sure it was. How many hurricanes do you know of uh, uh, hit, hit speeds of over 300 uh, kilometers per hour? Is that, is that just like impossible? Totally impossible. Totally, yeah, I, don't, totally. I don't really know. I don't know that much about hurricanes, but I do know that for a fact, it's, they've been trying to control the weather and they have said, like even Lyndon B. Johnson said in the 60s, there's a speech. He says, those who control the weather control the world. So they were definitely trying to control the weather. And then you look at Harp and then you look at all the chemtrails that they're spraying every day. Of course, they're trying to control the weather. Of course. So why do you think they, they took out Acapulco? Same reason they took out Maui. They need to just take over that land. I guess so. Or here in Mexico, um, I follow I follow uh, Jeff Berwick a lot and Max Egan, um, who are in Acapulco, right? So that Max Egan is an Australian like myself, and he lived in Acapulco. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the eye, the eye of the eye of the storm, brother, of the tornado went right at his house. He happened to be with uh, Jason Brashears in Texas while his house was flying up into the wind. Whoa. And, and, so Jeff, and, Jeff, and Jeff Berwick, Jeff Berwick's house, he's, he's, a, he's a Canadian. He's a, tru he's a, he's a truther. Um, he's a flat earther. Uh, and he holds an Acapulco. Uh, he, he's he's already exposed a lot of this that it's um, obviously uh, something supernatural. I've made a, I made a video in Mexican in Spanish for the Mexicans called um, I did a live on my channel. Uh, this is what it's called, guys. Share it with your Spanish friends. Um, Mensaje de ánimo y amor por México y Acapulco, parte uno. 
And then I did the same thing at Parte Dos. There's two videos. And and you know what you know what I did, Eddie? I um you're gonna be really happy with what I did. I I added in in the first video, I added that indigenous man speaking about the conquest of Mexico. So basically, I I took advantage of this this unnatural hurricane to, to spread the message of that one Indian guy. Yeah, man. Perfect. Mexi Mexicans have been duped. One thing that guy kept repeating is history was written for the colon colonists. The true history of Mexico is not taught in school. It's taught to the, the colonizers. That's the history that you think about Mexico. It's all bullshit. Mexico was like Teotihuacan, which I visited and, and did, did a live, um, the greatest pyramid on earth. I, I was standing on top doing a live. Um, that was called the road to the gods. Yeah. I, don't, I don't remember anyone in history actually explaining that when you get to the end of the road that makes you a god, there are 12 pyramids in front of the Pyramid of the Moon. And here I am. I'm sitting in the middle and I'm filming around and I'm saying, dude, this is astrological. There's Aries, Taurus, Gemini Pyramid, and then there was the Road for the Gods, which is uh, the solstice of June the 21st, Cancer. And then... So you've got Cancer, Leo, Virgo, the summer months. And I, I showed this. I've never seen it. Man, I've seen it. Read books about Teotihuacan since I was 12. I've, I've freaking watched every documentary of all the uh, insights to what the pyramids could be and everything. And here I am, uh, three and a half years ago, when I first came to Mexico, I saw it straight away. And I went to all these pyramids and I was counting all the steps, nine steps. Duh. 21 steps. 92 steps. Chichen Itza. It's all, it's all astrology, man. If you don't know astrology, you really don't know anything. Now, it's the now, most noble think, and holy of all sciences. What do you think about people that say that... Um... You know, because we think of 12 as like a sacred number, 12 apostles, 12 astrological signs. There's a lot of 12s. But there's this one guy that says it's actually 13 because it's the 12 apostles plus Jesus. So it's actually 13. And uh, our 365-day uh, year is actually, it should be 13 months of 28 days plus one day of uh, resurrection, April 1st. And that make we should have thirteen months. So it's not twelve. It's it's like um, uh, thirteen is the actual sacred number, and that's that's the significance of thirteen. Um, what do you think about that? Like they're, they're, the other calendar, yeah, yeah, thir yeah. thirteen months, and that like uh, October means oct means uh, what eight, but it's the tenth month. Something's wrong. Uh, September sep September means uh, seven, right? Uh, but it's the ninth month. And then December means 10, but it's the 12th month. 
So this guy's saying that's all wrong. It's just all it's all to deceive you and, and get your 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 uh, rhythms, your astrological rhythms off. It's really we should have thirteen months, twenty eight days each, plus one day of resurrection, which is April first. That's the beginning of the April first is the beginning. That's the one. Do you find uh, that there's truth to that at all? Absolutely, there is. Absolutely. The tropical system of astrology is the true and most holy system. And it's the one that I teach based on the sine wave, based on the Taurus field, based on all truth, on the flat earth atomic model that I've always used. I've always used the Ptolemaic model, always. Even so that, when I was so, the thir- so it is thirteen months at twenty eight days, right? Because the, the moon cycle, the moon cycles at twenty eight days, so that makes sense. Like that, the moon actually keeps track of the months, right? And the sun keeps track of the day, and it's just like a perfect, like sky clock, just like David Weiss always says, right? That makes yeah, sense, yeah. right? And yeah, that they made yeah. thirteen bad. Like thir- thirteen is actually good, but they made it bad because they just want to confuse people, or something like that. Makes sense yeah, to me. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's, it's um, Eddie, rest assured, okay? Um, I would recommend for you, my brother, uh, I would recommend you watch more, more of my presentations on the Taurus field, all these up Okay. Give me, wait, send me a link. Send me a link to your most recent one. Like, the, I want the newest one uh, on syncretism. I want to, I want to refresh myself on that. Um, yeah, okay, I will. I'll do that. Um, but apart from that, where where was I going? Um, you were we were talking about thirteen as the sacred. Number. Oh, okay. So everything is perfect as it is. Everything is perfect as it is. We don't need to change anything. Nothing needs to be changed. We don't have to curse Pope Gregory in 1588 who changed the Julian, J.C., Julius Caesar, Jesus Christ. Calendar? J.C., J.C. You see, there's a guy called Francesco Carrotta, and he's been teaching... He's a very, very famous historian in Italy. And he's making videos proving that Jesus Christ, historically, was none other than Julius Caesar. (laughs) Yeah. Really? They both, of course, there was no historical Jesus, brother. Really? Jesus is you. Jesus is you. 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 It's, It's what's written in the scriptures is the story about you. It's a script. That's why you read scripture. It's all a script, brother. You, you are Jesus. It's you. And and you'll become Christ Jesus when you are christened. You have to ferment yourself. Uh, sorry, <laughs> fertilize yourself. You have to do this more, and especially with your, your, your woman, because the higher you bring her to ecstasy, the more you can harvest True sexual energy that they generate. They're the generators. Men don't got it. That's why sodomy is, well, it's for men, isn't it? You don't you don't talk about sodomy as you don't really call it sodomy anal sex, I guess, um, as much with women that than you do with men. It's it's a man thing, right? Uh, there's is. a lot of girls that like it though. <laughs> 
There's a lot. No, I know, but I mean, but we don't call it sodomy. We just say yeah. she likes anal sex. Yeah, she likes because, it, yeah. yeah, because see, women, <clears throat> men should never penetrate. Uh, sorry, <laughs> um, men men should never should not be penetrated. I believe that we should not be penetrated. We are the givers. The the woman. The woman is, is the pen is a penetrate penetrated pen yeah look at the word penis penetrate so um but the man has to be disciplined you have to be saint george and you have to slay the demons there's a lot of demons of lust that come when you're practicing it took me five years like i said i, I watched the video uh sex the door to uh, eden in 2007, I remember I went to Sydney to go street performing. I went to Sydney for, and to live at uh, Bondi Junction, most famous beach in Australia, at my cousin's. Uh, I lived there for about six months. And I remember preaching to everybody, watch this video, watch this video, sex, sex. You know, you, you, you. And, um, and that was pretty much the first year that I, that's when I released my last studio album, Amazing Days. And I was in Sydney and I decided that eventually I was going to be practicing that kind of sex. Why? Because when I got married to Hiromi, I wasn't, it was 2007, so I wasn't thinking about tantric sex or anything like that. But then that came. So Hiromi knows that. I was in the grey period, you know, sometimes yes, sometimes no. And um, where was I going? So, yeah, so the immortality factor, what, what happened when the Jesuits penetrated the seminaries is they started sodomizing the boys and teaching them to ejaculate. So they lost their Jedi immortality. Now, Guys like Bruce Lee come along every once in a while and they're just like that guy who, who guessed the, the birthdays, that street guy who, who, yeah. who guessed your, your two birthdays. There's, there's these freaks that come along, you know? Where was, it, where was I going? You were going with Bruce Lee. You were talking about Bruce Lee. Every now and then there's a special person that comes along and... Um... You're talking about the tantric sex, uh, the Romans sodomized the boys and made uh, them ejaculate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so they stole the the um, innocence of of the children, and they're still doing it. Yeah, it's it's deliberate, and it makes um, obedient slaves, and they have loose energy. And they're stealing their soul because these are vampires. We have two kinds of people on the earth, period. There's only two, there's only two kinds. The Khazarian, Nephilim, Reptilian, Draconian, Cannibal vampires. Hollywood, hello. Farnese's, hello. Um, and then you've got... So the children of Cain, the Canaanites, the cannibals, the cannibals. And then you've got God's children, the vegetarians. Because, you see, 
when God made Adam and Eve, he said, uh, you can eat the fruit and the, and the herbs, okay? You see, because when G uh, Ford Motor Cars makes a diesel uh, car, they always give you a, 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 a book, a little book in the glove compartment, don't they? It's called the, the manual, yeah? The manual, yes. Yeah, you need to read the manual, you see, because if you go to the, the gas station and you've got a diesel car and you put uh, standard unleaded gasoline in there, well, guess what? Uh, you blow up your motor. So, you see, God did not favour Cain, the cannibal, because he was eating flesh. He was a cannibal. It's a vampire bloodline. And they've been dominating for a long time, but they've been exposed. It's game over. It's and, good to hear, and, though. I like I like hearing that. Roseanne Barr said the same thing too, because I asked her on the podcast. I go, "What do you think? Is it over?" And what she said, she goes, "She actually, she said, she actually said, I go, what do you think is going to happen? You think it's the end of the world, World War Three? And she goes, "I think it's over." And I thought she meant it was over for us. Like, we're done. I'm like, oh, my God. Roseanne Barr, she was so deep in Hollywood. She even thinks it's over. I'm like, oh, my God. And she goes, no, you didn't understand what I meant. I meant it's over for them. It's over for the darkness. I'm like, oh, thank God. Thank God. Because she knows a lot, man. Roseanne Barr, she was deep, deep in Hollywood. She saw some crazy shit. And she said she was MK Ultra. She says that she had split personalities and everything. She went through it all. Yep. She's a great person. I love her. She's uh, she has uh, a lot of courage for coming out. She don't even care. She's going out with her boots on. Huh? She's going out with her boots on. You know what I mean? Oh. She's going. She's going out gunslinging. <laughs> mm. So what's next for you, Santos? What 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 what's the next mission for you? <laughs> what do you got going on? You got uh, events going on. You got the uh, big seminars. No. 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 To be honest, brother, I'd love to finally um, have a rest. Pass the baton? Rest. Huh? Pass the baton uh, no, to someone else? No, no, no. I'm, no, I'm, all, I'm always going to be here for, for syncretism. I will never, I'll never turn my, turn my back on syncretism. I will never do that. That's a promise I've always made. But I, I really want to be a hermit. Um. And I want to heal my gut. We need to heal our guts, guys. Um, if you want to have endogenous DMT flowing through you all the time, you, you got to get rid of all the parasites in your gut. It's the are small. You taking, are you taking uh, fenbendazole and uh, and I ivermectin and all that? Go to my channel, watch the live that I did. How to stay healthy, made simple. And watch what I did. See what I did, mate. I'm skinny at the moment. I'm I'm not my full my full uh, weight eating weight because I'm not eating. I can't be fucking bothered. I'm having bits of pineapple and bananas here and there. Um, I'm living off Purium smoothies. I'm going to give Purium a plug here too, guys. Go to my website and sign up. Trust me. Watch that video that I did. Um, I've been. A you know, living on berries and watermelons and stuff. And um, all this eating and pooing that we do, it's all fucking bullshit. We don't need to eat so fucking much. We don't need three-course meals. 
No, I, I believe that too. I'm into, uh, I don't, I, I try to eat one meal a day. I try to, and I don't eat, um, I work out on an empty stomach. Um, while I'm on my fast, I'm taking charcoal pills to a detox. So every day I'm fasting, taking charcoal while I'm fasting. And then I'll have one meal a day, like around um, three, four or five o'clock. Uh, and working out, working out on an empty stomach changed my life. I have so much more energy. Yeah. When, when, yeah. I have nothing, yeah. when I have nothing in my system, I have way more energy. I used to I yeah. used to think I used to equate hunger with weakness. Now I equate hunger with strength. It's all it's yes. all in your head. Like when you get hungry, you're like, oh my god! I, I before I work out, I feel a little hungry. I need energy. I need to eat, right? I need energy. But no, it's total bullshit. That's a mind fuck. Um, dude, hung, dude, when you're when you're hungry, you're cleaning your body out. Dude, that's when you're healing. When you're hungry, exactly. Listen, exactly. Listen, all this fucking eat, eating and pooing, it's all for you to fuck. Fucking be sitting on fucking toilet and wiping your fucking ass all day long. Yeah, I, I'm sick of fucking wiping my ass. Yeah, <laughs> I feel. Uh, I don't. I don't like it. Yeah, especially when it takes thirty times. You know what I mean? Like, damn, <laughs> it didn't all come out at once. Enter. <laughs> so Mario, my assistant, Mario's here. Hola, Mario. Well, uh, mete la luz, enciende la luz, y acabo aquí con mi me live so i guess we better round it off and close off all here. right all right santos thank you very much for taking the time and uh dis discussing the latest in your wait, realm in wait a minute can't we finish on a better note than bum wiping okay okay one one final thought let's close it how how do you want to close this <sighs> yeah thanks <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, all right, guys. Well, how I'd love to close this is because I love Eddie so much. And by the way, you're looking really, really good, really healthy. Thank how you, old are you? 50, how old are you? 53. Yeah, you are looking uh, healthy, energized. Thank you. I really, right. I've been fasting yeah, yeah, for yeah. the last, like the last six months, like, uh, and it's made a big difference in, in my energy level for sure. Yeah, you have a cleaner look. You've got a cleaner look, dude. Thank you. You're cleaner. Yeah. Yep, you are. Okay, so um, what what do I want want to finish off with? Oh, all I want to say is, hey, guys, let's be free. Let's be happy. Let's be almighty in power, but never abuse your power. You you want God will never restore your your lost magical powers never will they be restored to you unless you deserve it's a meritocracy guys you earn it if you want to be powerful not not strong i'm not talking about see i don't care about i love being skinny because i look like a philosopher i don't i don't like the muscly look i'm not <laughs> i don't even like that on women uh, no nah. mm -mm. i like flaccid you know, I'm very fussy. But anyway. I get it. I get it. But I'm strong. Like, I am made of iron. No one no one could ever beat me in an arm wrestle. Ever. Ever. I've, I've never been beaten in an arm wrestle. So now they would because I'm way skinny. I used to walk on my hands. I used to walk down stairs on my hands. You'll see on my Facebook I've got a photo of me walking downstairs, uh, down Ayers Rock, 
in the desert walking on my hands where many people have plunged to their death. Wow. Did just, you, just did walk, you do- and just walking and holding onto the rail, climbing Ayers Rock, the biggest rock in the world, here I am walking on my hands. <laughs> were you a gymnast so, growing uh, up? Did you, were you a gymnast? Oh, oh yeah, man. Aries. Aries, oh, okay. Leo Rising. Aries okay. are sports. The best sports, the best racehorses of history. Man of War, Secretariat, all Aries horses, all Aries. Beautiful. The best, yeah, Aries. And is, Aries, Aries is from what part of March to like April? What What is the time? The Equinox, the 21st okay. of March to okay. the 21st of April. My birthday is the 24th, which was the true old New Year's Eve, which which started the year in Aries, not the goat of the Freemasons, but the lamb of the Tartarians, yes, called Baromets. Now the Freemasons have Baphomet, the goat. The Tartarians had the Lamb of God. That was Christ's kingdom that was destroyed by the Khazarians and their goat worship. And so um, that's why they call them April Fools. And that is the true calendar. That's why September is September, because it is the seventh astrological month, Libra. Yeah. Nothing needs to be fixed. It's not broken. The calendar is not broken. It's, it's all good. Leave it. I've, I've proven it. I've gone through every day to the calendar, shown all the holy days, interrelated them with every culture in history and proven that everything holy is done along the ecliptic. I am an ecliptic scientist. That's what I do. It's all about the wave of the ecliptic. The wave goes up to Cancer, Tropic of Cancer, summer hot. The wave goes down to the Tropic of Capricorn, winter cold, cyclical. Everything is cyclical. Nothing is linear. We're already in the paradise. Just live in the paradise. Be free. Be happy. Be wealthy. Be powerful and be respectful and honourable and honest because then you'll get more power. The more you meditate and go within in the stillness, the more you'll find that there's something waiting for you there, a little gift. It's called power. Santos, okay, God. You're, you're, you're an awesome person. What, what is your website? Where can my people reach you or find you and learn more about you? So Mr. Astro Theology, one word, M-R Astro Theology. Mr. Astro Theology. That's the best place for you to be spending two hours every day people i mean it i sincerely i mean it there's no one else not in history in history that has has given us such a simple simple perfect perfect all-encompassing comprehensive exhaustive true-based science system it's syncretism beautiful santos love you man Thank you. Thank you for joining us. And we're going to do part three again. I got another ne- next part. I want hey. to know who's more powerful, the Freemasons or the Zionists. That's that's the next question. Next episode. Thank you, dude. Have a hey, good what, night. What's, hang on. What's the number of this episode? 
Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure because we have like four other episodes. That we, I, I'm not sure exactly, but you know what? We might. We're probably just going to drop this one right away. Uh, uh, we'll probably just drop okay. this Friday. We'll probably drop uh, this Friday, and and if we do, it'll be episode eighty four. And can you can you deliver it to me for my, my channel sooner rather than later? Like absolutely, it, I'll have Hibbler send you a copy, and I can upload it straight away. Uh, can no. you wait a while? Because yeah, I'm like I'll I'm wait a contract. Three Just months. wait like a couple Four weeks. months. Yeah, like a month. A couple of weeks. Okay, uh, beautiful. I'll wait two months. I promise you. Dude, you're awesome, man. I, I dude, I, I love this. This was my, probably my favorite podcast of all time. Thank you. Well, I was number one. <laughs> hey, this one's gonna this one's gonna break the record. I know it. <laughs> yeah, you made you made me number one, dude. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate you. Have a good night. Take care, brother. History is written by the victors. So what if the victor story is fabricated? What if the story they gave us all about our recent past was nothing short of a complete lie? For far too long, humanity has relied on the Board of Education to receive its official history narrative. The problem is, is their narrative makes absolutely no sense. There are giant mistakes in the timeline that show us all. Not only did they lie, but they hid the previous civilization from us with no mention of our ancestors looking a little different. Traveling with no issues, doing it all in style and efficiency with beautiful architecture that we can't rebuild today. Powered up cities, riding around on their advanced technology. Advanced technology? Wait, I thought the 1800s into the early 1900s were a bunch of idiots riding around on horse and buggy. Because when you look back and do a little research, it's obvious. This old world was discovered and then destroyed, resurfaced, and populated. They torched every city across the plain. Nothing new under the sun. Rockefeller flooded your brain with lies. Use your head. Think about your family tree and how it all began. Visit OWOFilm.com for more information. The Jiu-Jitsu Dojo is the ultimate training ground for life. Jiu-Jitsu will accelerate the evolution of your being, your consciousness, your soul. Through this amazing art, you will prove to yourself that you can master anything you set your mind to. Happy birthday, Eddie Bravo! I leave for Brazil tomorrow. Are you the fear factor guy? I'm uh, like six pounds over. Time to sweat it out. Just imagine someone that has no idea how different your game is. I'll tell you what this weekend was, man. It was a culmination point where all your hard work comes to like one great moment in time. You showed that you're a fucking champion. Guy who goes against convention. You created your own shit and figured interesting ways to get around problems in jujitsu. And shows you that great things are possible if you work hard, if you dedicate yourself, and you use your creativity, and you push through. Your own human potential just goes up. My 10th Planet Association has grown rapidly to over 70 academies worldwide. 
and their curriculums are all synced to 10th Planet headquarters located in downtown Los Angeles. I'm Eddie Bravo. I hope to see you on the mats. You can tell it's real because it looks so fake.